forward, we'll see what fucking happens. All right, you baby. Know? <laughs> it's all a big mystery here at Murder Street Studio. Is studios. that what we call this? Yeah. I thought it was... Wait, Murder Street or Mercer Street? Murder Street. Hold on. Let me just put the... I like to see us when we're on the video. Keep talking. VJ Proziosi's here, guys. Weekly relapse. Oh. I, 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 I'm sober usually, so I don't relapse, I don't think. Yeah, but... You, you, Although I am on Adderall right now. Attaboy. So. <laughs> this house is sponsored by Adderall. Chinese people, get at me. Get me that Chinese Adderall. I literally took it on the way up here. I was like, I, I'm a little tired today. I need to feel a little awake right now. And I've been laying off of it recently, so I feel like this, uh, I'm doing it to be professional right now. Yeah, I haven't taken an Adderall in a long time. I used to take it, like, all through high school and shit. That's how I developed a Coke addiction, for sure. <laughs> like, because when I was 11 and a half, they had me on some of the strongest, you know, uh, mind-altering substances out there. Like what, Concerta? I've snorted Concerta for years. Um, but no, it started off with, like... Like, Ritalin was popular when we were kids yeah. or whatever. And then it went to, like... It was Stratera, right? Strat yep, Stratera, uh, Vivance. I was taking Vivance before anyone knew what Vivance was. That's the only one I haven't taken. It's sick. You can't <laughs> snort it or anything like that. They've already figured out how to um, make that, whatever, not not go through your nose good. or I don't know. I'm not a doctor. but uh, <laughs> They made it not snortable? You can get generic Adderall at a doctor, which I was doing f for some time. Uh, it was just straight up. I have the bottle upstairs. It's like amphetamine salts. Yeah. That's all it was. And I was just like, money. This it, is fucking money. You just basically got the uh, blue chew equivalent of Adderall. Exactly. You don't exactly. go through an actual doctor. You go through some like side doctor shady shit. And you're like, yeah, give me the give me the discount version. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it was like $3. And I was uh, working at a factory at the time. And I had a Coke problem. So I was just like, Oh, I don't – well, I, it was a physician's assistant. That was the best part. I went to a physician's assistant, and I was just like, oh, I don't do good at my factory job because I can't think good, you know, because I'm a big dummy or whatever. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, here, here's drugs, boy. And then uh, I was still snorting – this is when I was, like, snorting a ton of coke, which I'm still kind of doing, but I, like, only weekends now. Like, this is, like, Monday to fucking Sunday, coke <laughs> binging, just being a complete piece of shit. So I'm in Jersey City with my friends, and uh, I get this phone call from the doctor's office. And this is like two weeks before I show up, and I had never had to take a drug test to get the, the Adderall, which I know you're supposed to do. But yeah. I was on uh, – like, I don't know. I just come off as a responsible boy sometimes, so I was just like, oh, golly gee, miss, I just need Adderall to focus or whatever. So I show up for like uh, one of those appointments where they refill the shit, and she's like – you got to piss in this cup. I'm on fire with cocaine. So I'm just like, okay. So I go in the bathroom and piss as little as I can in the cup. Like as much as you could that you know there's piss in there. And then I was just scooping toilet water out into yeah. the thing. And it was like, you know, fucking fabuloso in the toilet or whatever. So I was like, word. This is just going to come back inconclusive. I'll try not to be such a coke fiend like next week. And then I'll come back and piss. And I'm like, oh, every, big accident. Everyone, you know, no, no harm, no foul. So I'm in Jersey City, the phone calls. She's like, uh, is this Demetrio, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. She's like, uh, I got the test results back from, <laughs> from your drug test. And I'm like, oh, well, uh, what's going on? Is there an issue? She's like, yeah, you tested positive for cocaine metabolites. So I'm immediately, like, back to acting. I'm like, oh, no, like, trace amounts. I was at, like, some parties and stuff. Maybe whatever. She's like, no, you 
you pissed 985 out of like a thousand. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. and she's like, yeah, I can't keep giving you amphetamine salts and you're pissing almost a perfect test. <laughs> for I'm pretty sure I was on, co- like, like I was doing coke in the parking lot with a buddy of mine. And then I was like, I just got to go into this doctor's office real quick. Oh my God. Bitch, you know, <laughs> fucking. And then she like drops that couple of things. And I was like, now why don't you just store Adderall? Wouldn't that be more fun? No. No? No. It's more, I feel like it's a more productive me. high. No. Like, I, I started crank a couple times, too. Yeah. And by a couple times, I mean for like eight months straight or almost a year. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, and it just stinks. Like, my like my nose definitely hurts, hurts from coke. Like, like, it's sore all the time. But, like, you're just snorting straight battery acid. Like with meth, and I'm pretty sure that's what fucked up my nose the most, for sure. <laughs> I imagine, that and I've had good. like three. I thought I was gonna die in an AMP fucking supermarket, and that when you come to terms that you might die in the Gatorade aisle of the AMP, you're like, all right, I got, ch- I got to change my life. <laughs> <laughs> that, what's Gator? What is Gatorade's logo? It's not just do it, right? Yeah. Oh no, that was Nike. Okay, Nike. damn it. I don't know what Gatorade's logo is, but that's a bad commercial for Gatorade right there, where they try to revive you by dumping a bottle, a jug of Gatorade oh, over your corpse. I was a thousand percent gonna die because it was like in the afternoon when people were supposed to be at work, and uh, the only people that were working at this small supermarket were like seventeen-year-old kids running the desk. So I was like, all right, nobody here has a CPR card, and I went temporarily blind. I was up for so many days. That I just eventually lost vision and it just happened to be in a supermarket. <laughs> so I was just like blind in the Gatorade aisle and I was like, well, this is fucking it. <laughs> it's been a run, but I did yeah. it my way. Don't you get delusions if you stay up like for multiple, like past 24 hours? Yeah, that's what this was. Like it was the longest I'd ever stayed up, like eight, like it was like six and a half days <laughs> or something like that. Jesus Christ, I thought I had a record. That's if I, if I did it sober, you did it fucking steroided up basically it's just because you like you would keep coming home and being like i'm gonna go to sleep i'm gonna fall asleep and then you're like all right i'll just do like one line and then like one line is enough to fucking keep an adult alive for two days straight and then it's just like all right that was a mistake and then all of a sudden it's the next day or whatever and you're like all right sleep and you just still kept going to work and shit like that yeah well i don't have to work during the winter so it it was right in between the time where we were finishing up work and, like, right before Christmas and stuff. So I just have nothing. They just keep sending me money, and I don't have to go to work anymore. Oh, my God. Like, so you just did not have to be a responsible adult. You could no. Just... I live alone. Like, I was explaining that to my friends today. My boy was like, what do you got going on today? And it's just like, nothing. I don't have kids. I live here alone. Like, I don't have an annoying girlfriend that's like, oh, we got to go to uh, Janie's. You know, I got came in party or whatever, and I have to make small talk with some other assholes about. That's the fucking worst. That it's... that Bill Burr bit where it's like uh, women see that empty day and they go, "Oh my god, let's fucking fill it up with shit." <laughs> it, that is the most accurate fucking summarization. <laughs> I I, used, I dated this one chick for a while, and it's like every morning was like, "So what do you want to do today, babe?" I'm like, "Nothing." I fucking want to lay in bed and watch It's Always Sunny reruns. I don't want to fucking <laughs> make plans. And shit, like, she's like, oh, I saw there's a fucking uh, medieval times up north. I'm like, no. me, I don't fu- I don't need to watch expensive cosplay and eat fucking not properly cooked food because it's uh, 
you know, the theme Outside, of the, yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's a theme of the place to watch. Some well, they don't have a meat thermometer in 1400, so yeah, they're not exactly. checking the inside of that rotisserie chicken, you know. And that giant-ass green chicken leg that just feels like they dumped it in a bottle, like a bucket of water, and then slapped it on a giant, like, spoon. That is such, that, but that is, like, such a, uh, a lady thing where it's like you see an empty day, we fill it up with just a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> uh, I envy, like, uh, I hear you living alone, you don't have a girlfriend. I'm like, oh, that's nice because you can wake up and it's just like, oh, I'm the fucking master of my own day. Dude, like, a girl would not tolerate living. Like, if you, I'll show you my bedroom. VJ and I, like, don't know each other. This is the first time he's ever come over without a comedy, you know, event going on or whatever. Hey. So I'm, I'm trying to prove to the comedy community that I'm not a rapist. You know? <laughs> Just because I have a tattoo of Bill Cosby on my ankle doesn't mean I roofie everybody that comes over. No, no. But, I, uh, I have a, yeah, yeah, I'm like – I have horrendous wallpaper. In I mean you can see up here and shit like that. I peeled wallpaper off the walls and then I just haven't painted and shit. And like girls would be like, I, I can't have my, my mother over here or whatever. And she's like, why is your mother coming over unless she's bringing money? You know, <laughs> like I don't fucking – I have my own mother. I have – actually, I have – I have two mothers, my mother and and her her partner or whatever. I got a plethora of mothers. Oh Jesus Christ! The fucking here. scissoring going on in the fucking Mata family. <laughs> they scissored so hard, two little blonde boys came out of it. <laughs> I, have, I have two adopted brothers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn! What the fucking? How many how many Save the Earth stickers does your mom have on the back of her car? They're not as bad as that. They save a lot of cats. They save okay. Well, it's, it's yeah, when I was cats. when I had to live back at her house before I uh, bought this place, I was living in the basement. Like a particle board door was separating me from eight cats living in the basement. Oh god, that, are you? You're not allergic to cats, are you? No, I actually really love cats and shit. But like, same thing. Somebody's like, "Oh, get a pet," and I'm like, "I'm trying to be a comedian slash functioning drug addict. Like, I'm trying to <laughs> like when the winter comes this year, I'm trying to do some traveling and stuff." But I want to just be able to come home and be like, okay, I'm locking the door, and then I'm leaving, and then I don't have to... You want no responsibilities when... No, like, my friend doesn't live very far from me, like one of my childhood friends, literally in the same town, but he's rich, so he lives in a mansion on the other side. And he'll be like, oh, I'm going to Aruba, will you take care of my four animals once in a while? And it's just like, yeah, I guess I'll stop what I'm doing to go scoop shit out of a fucking box at a, you know, at a your fucking mansion. Yeah, that's when it's not your problem, like, directly. You can say no to that, but when it is, when you do have something that you have to, like, worry about, yeah, I can see how that's a fucking headache. It's annoying. And there's something about a, a guy living alone with a cat, too, where it's, yeah, like... Yeah, it's creepy. W women don't like it. And I'm not know. getting a puppy. Like, I don't want to take... I, I think puppies are cute and shit, but, like... Yeah, that's just, like... Then you have to, like, walk the puppy yeah, and take it places. See, and... They're higher... Because cats, like... You had that st cats can take care of themselves, but there's a stigma. Guy alone with a cat must be a murderer or something. Yeah. And then puppy, it's like, all right, well that's normal, but what a fucking chore that is. That's a giant undertaking because you. Uh, it just feels wrong to have a dog here too, because there's not like enough room. I mean, you saw my backyard. It's literally a small patch of grass, and then it's the ghetto right there. Yeah. Like, so there's just like I could get a pit bull from any of my neighbors. Like one neighbor just leaves his dog outside and like throws sandals at it and kicks it. I'm sure he would let me have it or whatever, but. Are you a pit bull guy? No. No? But I'm just saying, like, if I wanted a dog, I could just go outside and ask a Dominican for a dog. There's, <laughs> there's fucking dogs all over this place. That's what happened the other day. My, my, my neighbors, like, I'm friendly with my one neighbors over here because they're, like, the only other white people. So, you know, he's like, oh, neighborhood watch, huh? And it's just like, I, I don't care. Like, no, you know, I, I lived in Elizabeth. Like, this is not a big deal. <laughs> but he's like, his wife is the same way as my mom. She's like, She's like, oh, I took this cat in. And they already have cats inside. 
and she's like, oh, this one cat, he, like, showed up, but I guess he hangs out in my yard all day, and she's like, but we're gonna, like, feed him and shit, and, like, all this stuff, like, I was gonna come out and just start punching the cat, like, who's this cat in this fucking my yard, he's, like, killing it, and she's like, is it, like, okay, so I'm like, alright, so what you're telling me is, the cat can come over to my house, and I can, like, scratch it and stuff, and then it'll shit at your house, and you'll feed it, and she's like, pretty much, so I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, that, that's not a bad arrangement. <laughs> we have a you basically have an adopted cat that's not actually your cat. Yeah, but he's skittish as a motherfucker. Like, he, I'll be coming home from work and he's on the porch, and uh, I'll be tiptoeing. I'm tiptoeing, and like the ice pack in my cooler shifts like one inch and goes like, shuka shuka, and then he's fucking up and sprinting to the next door. There's a fucking cat downstairs that my neighbors have that's like that. It fucking always looks like it wants to be a pet. You get near it, it fucking bolts. But meanwhile, I come out today and it's like rubbing ears with the fucking deers on the lawn. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking little shit. Yeah, I, I will pet you and feed you, but your owners don't speak English, I don't think. No, yeah, it's probably, yeah, <laughs> it speaks different language. It might. The fucking people so, next, like, below me, they, I don't know what the fuck is going on. There's like, I've seen six different adults, three different kids, and four different cars in this one two bedroom. It's called the Romanian family. It's the fucking Babadesque family living upstairs. <laughs> I think there's, I think there's Spanish. I do got uh, Russian people next to them though. It's a fucking. I got all, and then my uh, Italian ass, and then fucking my roommate's Jewish. We got like all of, like World War Two Europe. I just need some Japanese neighbors. This is like the the economic breakdown here is like mostly poor. Pretty much where I live, I live on off South Main Street, is, like, almost all black, exclusively. Like, they, there's a bunch of white racists that live up on the hill, and they call that the white side of town. And then, you know, this is fucking ghetto-topia. But it's really not even that bad. It's, like, but they, I, I, as I'm saying this, like, the town just released a thing where, like, no kids under 18 allowed out after 10 p.m. Really? Like, yeah, because they're just shooting people up over here and fucking... <laughs> <laughs> a shooting gallery 13th streets a 30 shooting gallery it's just like i have a we could go try my bulletproof vest <laughs> i got a good ass bulletproof vest but uh oh god why do i, I have two grand in my car i wish i knew that ahead of time. <laughs> i talked about i talked about this with nick Nigley. it's like they're not i mean they might break into your car but there's like ghetto fabulous cars all the way down here like the house is literally falling in on itself but there's like uh, uh, like a BMW 7 Series parked in the driveway and it's just like alright we're just gonna rob this guy cause we know they don't have the resources to fucking pursue us legally or whatever you know like nobody from the abandoned house is gonna have a, a, a lawyer on retainer that's some Patterson sounding shit right there yeah <laughs> fucking like those uh, wannabe soprano guys that have like the <laughs> shitty fucking apartments but then they have like they wear Gucci and have, like, really expensive Rolexes and shit like that. Like, they want to live vicariously through the Sopranos. You've been to Patterson, right? You see That those? was the scariest times. I I went to a whorehouse in Patterson with yeah. a bunch of gang members from Roselle Park. And, uh... Because I would, I would sell windows with their cousins and shit like that. And then they'd take me to all these fucking ghetto places. I won't say anybody's name because I don't know who's still banging and whatnot out there. But they're like... I'm like, yeah, I want to fuck, like, a stripper. Because we were going to strip clubs all the time and drinking lean and fucking hanging out. and It was a great time, you know. That's when the Futures, uh, what Future album came out? There was a good Future album. It might have been the Hendrix album. And he was like, so I was just riding my bike places, listening to, to Future and snorting as much coke as a boy could humanly get his hands on. And uh, 
I'm saying these guys, I'm like, yeah, yeah, uh, I want to, like, fuck a whore for money, you know, because I've never gotten, like, a prostitute besides off the internet. I want to go, like, in the real world, we get a prostitute, like, a, a, a real negotiation. And they're like, oh, we have this place for you. So I I, I can look it up. I'll, i got to find where my phone is. I think it's on the floor next to me. It's called Cabaret in Patterson. And if you look it up on Google, it's permanently closed now because the, the, the feds raided it because it was a prostitution area. But it was a – like, if you just read the reviews, it's like, so many good times in the back room. <laughs> like, ask him at the back room. But, like, I figured that it would be, like – an old hotel or something and there would be like lots of room and there would be whores because i had like fucked prostitutes from the internet on like route one and nine over by newark like so i'd go to like the avenel motor inn and it'd just be some like pakistani fucking with a line out the door where you could rent the room for you know like 30 minutes to an hour or whatever and then his kids are mopping up cum and blood and shit i mean like i didn't care i had coke and i had a prostitute so it didn't fucking matter but uh (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm tired of this shit. I want a gentlemanly joint. So obviously we go to Patterson because that's where all the gentlemen are. No, and it was like this tiny-ass bar, and it was like maybe seven seats. And then the the whole place was probably like 450 square feet. And it's just full of Spanish people, full of Spanish people. And uh, so I sit down at the bar, and I'm thinking up my whole speech like, oh, hey, baby, like – uh." How many roses to, you know, have you suck my penis? But in more, <laughs> less obvious words. In a more coded way. Yeah, yeah. And then, not even 30 seconds later, this 40-year-old Dominican hooker in, remember that bathing suit that Borat wore on the beach? Yeah, the yellow one. Dude, but she was stuffed into this. This was some fat Patterson hooker. And uh, she starts rubbing my shoulders, and she's like... What's up, Poppy? I'll suck your dick in the back room for $40, which is unheard of. For, this is in 2018. A $40 blowjob is fucking unheard of. And she kind of quarter cocks my head in the direction of where the blowjob would be happening. And there is no joke, a line of like 10 Guatemalans waiting to also get their dick sucked. And if you just did quick math of how many gentlemen were in the room and how many working girls there were in the room – you knew that there were already going to be repeats happening where somebody's mouth was going to be used three times. And I was like, oh, my God, this place is atrocious. We need to leave here immediately. <laughs> and then we went to a much nicer strip club with one of those iron doors that somebody had to slide the peep open. And they were like, who has guns here? And I was the only idiot without a gun. <laughs> so it was like we went through, like, the gun check. They were like, oh, okay. And then we went in and you could literally do anything. I was snorting coke right off where hookers were shaking their ass. I didn't have to go in the bathroom and, you know, fucking. So, yes, I'm I'm familiar with Patterson. But it was so, like, scary. It's dangerous. <laughs> oh, my God. A level of danger I would not risk again. Damn, you really, you were in, like, the deep underbelly of Patterson. I'm fucking so Yeah, lame. I was fucking, pro- I was living at my grandma's house. So, it wasn't practical for me to have girls over to my grandma's house. And girls that were hot and like had good home lives wouldn't be like, no, I'm not going to fuck you in the Avenel motor yeah. lodge. And you said this is in what? 2018. Yeah. And I was like 22. I'm fucking riding a bike around Elizabeth. Cause I sold all, I, my, or my car got, I, I crashed my car and they gave me a check and uh, me and my cousin bought like a bunch of Coke with the intent to sell. Oh, this is all allegedly. Everything that I'm saying is alleged. <laughs> yeah. This is all alleged. 
<laughs> but I spent like $3,300 on Coke. And I bought a $300 bicycle because I was only working like half a mile from my house. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just ride a bike. And then I just didn't make the money back because, you know, doing all the Coke. And then uh, the bike got stolen on fucking Martin Luther King Day. Because I left it out uh, while I was eating lunch at my grandma's house. And the kids came out got out of school early. The street youths. And they fucking stole my bicycle right off the front of the... That is a... My God. I, you, what yeah, why do you think I named this shit the Weekly Relapse? Because I had a normal <laughs> adult life and teenagers. No, that just what a commercial for Patterson. I'm like, I, I want to... Uh, Patterson stinks. Well, literally, yes, it does. But when I... I went there one time in 2019, I think, and I was there. We pulled off the uh, exit ramp from the parkway. There's already a homeless guy just openly shitting in front of a burned-down house. I'm like, I haven't been in this town for 10 seconds, and there's already a homeless guy. Kudos to this homeless guy. That's how the oranges is, too. Sorry to everybody in different fucking countries. Look up the fucking geography of New Jersey. There's a lot of nice places to live, and there's a lot of ghetto. Like, a ton of ghetto. Once you hit, like, Essex County, it's you're playing Russian roulette Dude, with which the oranges were horrendous. I used to do deliveries in Newark. Irvington. Uh, Irving. There used to be the carjacking capital was Hillside before the expressway getting off the parkway. When you used to get off the parkway uh, north to go to 78 West to start coming back this way, which is what a lot of people did because they work in the city or whatever, and uh, you, people would commute out there. You used to have to go off exit fucking... 56 off the parkway and that would loop you around to give you the option to get on 78 uh westbound and you had to go on this one section of hillside and it was literally one light and they would carjack thousands of people there like it was at one point the carjacking capital of the united states god damn yeah and then they were like oh maybe we should build an expressway so People don't have to keep getting off here. Now, is Hillside Essex County, too? Um, It might be Union County. Union County. I feel like Essex County and Union County and maybe Bergen County are just like the three counties in New Jersey. It's like Bergen County is full of money. It's full of money, but then there's also other parts where you're like, maybe I shouldn't be here. Yeah, that's how a lot of New Jersey is. I literally only could afford to live here. Like, my property taxes are $1,500 a year. Like... Which is unheard of anywhere else in New Jersey. Well, yeah, so, yeah. you're also like, you know. Dodging you bullets. You you, that, and you're just like, you're really out of the way from like all the. Uh, comedy popu- and stuff. Not even just comedy, just like all the popular spots. Like people want to go to like the popular cities, I should well, say. Well, that's why I said Easton's like right over here and it's kind of popular. Is it? I'm, I, I don't think I've ever been to Easton. It's nice, yeah. kind of. When I think of Pennsylvania, I'm always like, it's like either just Philly or. Uh, <laughs> What the fuck's he in the other one? Uh, what, like Allentown? Allentown's over here. No, not shit. Allentown. All the way to the fucking city on the other side. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's... Well, fun fact. Everybody, here we go. Lots of fun facts on the, on the radio. Uh, I forget which one's first. I think it's Pittsburgh is bigger than Philly, and then Allentown is the third largest city in Pennsylvania. Is it's it? literally 30 minutes from here. Oh, I, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, Allentown is like Newark 2.0. Really? So, yeah. Well, I have some, like, gym swag and stuff from when I used to work in Elizabeth. I used to work at a gym off 1 and 9. So, like, I'll be going to get pizza out here or whatever, and some dude will be like, yeah, I'm from Newark. Yeah, I'm from fucking Irvington, all this shit. And I'm like, what are you guys doing out here? And they're just like, oh, yeah, we live out here because it's cheaper now. But then same thing. They're even going as far as Allentown, and Allentown is fucking ghetto. 
Really? I had no idea. Yeah, Allentown. The the white people around here call Allentown, uh, people from Allentown, Allentown riffraff. Really? Allentown riffraff. Yes, riffraff. That is a very white term. Is it a is it a white ghetto? No. 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 Oh, it really is North 2.0 then. Third largest city, fucking ghetto ghetto. Damn. See, I don't really come to Pennsylvania like that much just because there's not as much. It's a fucking hike for one. It's all there's just, no reason to. These people in Pennsylvania are rubes. Well, I mean <laughs> Philly, but like outside of that, there's really not much reason to come out to the, this direction. No, you could buy. I could take you to a place literally 15 minutes from here, and we could buy um sheepskin seat covers. For yeah. Our trucks. <laughs> I did. A sh- I did a show in uh, what was it, Honeybrook, PA, a couple months ago, and I'm just like counting all the Amish people I'm seeing. I'm Dude, like, it's unbelievable. Like, I went to go see Ted Nugent in concert in Pennsylvania, like an hour from here, and you'd think you were in rural South Carolina. Like, the amount of southern draw and stupidity that people were projecting at this Ted Nugent concert was frightening. Did you hear, like, southern accents through there? Yeah, and just, like... The whole theme of the concert was like "fuck Joe Biden" and shit well, I mean, like that. Yeah. Like, but I had to go because I had to see Uncle Ted live. <laughs> I have no political affiliation to anything he does or whatever. You yeah, know. you just like the music. That's fine, dude. He fucking rocked for being seventy-four years old. He shredded at the. Uh, I saw him at the Keswick Theater in Keswick, Pennsylvania, and he still got it. You fucking, you can be fucking. It was a, it was a three-piece band: drummer, fucking guitarist, bassist. So he sang and played guitar. They're the fucking Blink-182 of their day. <laughs> Except actually talented, no power I would have loved to see Blink play live. I, I, I don't even know if they're still together now. The well, fu- you're, you're a metal guy, right? And like a screamo scene, shit like that? Yeah, basically a lot of... Lot of I, I, literally anything but country. I, yeah, I hate country too. I Where I went to high school, it was a big split between... Guys who drove super giant lifted trucks, and then me and my friends driving around cars with subwoofers in the in the trunk, shit like that. But it's like, I, I can't find a country song that I'm into. That's what happened at the Ted Nugent concert, too. There was the opening band. The fucking guy was some shit country act. Like, it was like country rock or whatever. And I, I took Mushrooms to go, and... uh what we got there they had his banner up on the stage and i was like all right let me check this guy out and he's like so mediocre i have to look it up i'll write his name in the comments or whatever but uh he's just so mediocre like he never had a hit on the top 100 he was like number 70 or something like that and then like like elevator music basically yeah and then he switched genres to try and be a rocker and then he was mediocre at rocking too so then he was like all right i'll just combine both my mediocre talents into country rock and then you got some douche that looks like Kid Rock on the stage, and it's just like, down and down, like an electric guitar, and he's doing some shit. He sang some song like Cocaine and Whiskey. He's like, yeah, I'm edgy. I'm edgy. I'm singing about Coke and drinking whiskey. See, I feel like a lot of country artists, they're not doing just straight country anymore either. It's no, a lot they're of doing are- this weird shit that i had to listen to for 30 minutes yeah because they know that just straight up country is not selling so they got to no. mix it with like i think florida georgia line they mix like a little bit of like r&b and trap with like a country vibe and same with uh even taylor swift for a I while 
Yeah, it's because they know straight up country is not gonna like Taylor Swift's not even like fucking country really. She was like country pop and like country trap. I don't even know what the fuck she is now except the cunts. But like they, she <laughs> mixes like her country. They always mix their country shit with some other shit because no one's buying country because that's no, cause you can't dance to country in a club. That so, like, it's all slow dancing too. It almost a fucking slow who, dance all night. Who listens to the regular radio anyway? You know what I mean? Like that's if you're, true. it's if you uh, surprisingly though, ton of people listen to country out here because there is rural farmlands surrounding here like you know you were in french town and shit like that yeah no it doesn't so, surprise me when i worked i used to work on a fishing boat and all the guys in the docks they all listen to country but it's like you know it's all out of touch hillbilly type people so yeah well they're out here too they just live up on the hill or whatever look at these schoolgirls. they're for, we're watching that weird channel there's gonna be a good ass movie coming on we'll be doing some fucking commentary on some shit movie for sure Cause I just got ripped. I've, I've been smoking weed all day. Oh, see, this guy knows fucking some Japanese. Yeah, know. it's complete. It's come in handy literally zero times in my adult life. That a boy. Yeah, I understand the plot to uh, hentai now, and I gotta tell you, I'm starting to think it's just smut. I'm really not understanding. Yeah, it's, you're not in it for the. You're like, oh, it's such deep dialogue, and you're like, all right, actually. Uh, I'm like, how, how are these tentacles gonna help her pass the class? I don't see how this is beneficial at all. Now, Japanese is like a weird uh, obsession where uh, I, I stopped liking comedy for a little bit. I'm like, let me just try to learn Japanese. And then I learned Japanese. And then I got it's all I did was get fat because I just stayed in my house studying Japanese. So why haven't you went to Japan yet? Uh, I was gonna. I, I had why pl- didn't you? Uh, well, because COVID happened. And then um, the person I was going with was a girlfriend I was with for seven years. And then uh, we broke up. The day, the day after we moved in together at her own place, <laughs> we broke up the next day. Living with a woman for one day literally <laughs> ruined it for you. Well, she was cheating. She was trying to. She thought she Aren't could. Aren't they all? Yeah, bitches, bitches ain't shit. Bitches but. ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. <laughs> Take on these nuts, nuts and suck, suck the dick. dick. All right, but uh, no, then. she was uh. She didn't know how a lease works, so she didn't know once I was signed onto the lease, she couldn't just kick me out. <laughs> So she was stuck. We were stuck being roommates for like three months before uh, I finally gave her her security deposit back and told her to get the fuck out. Was she bold enough to just have the new guy over? Oh, he was over the next day. Was he at least a bro? Were no, like- he was. He actually just got sentenced to three years in jail for uh, pedophilia. Oh. Yeah. So how old was your girlfriend? She was. Uh, he- she was. VJ's a fucking groomer. We were together for seven years. She was thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> she kicked him out when she was twenty. I think she's uh, she's twenty six now. I think she's where she was born. She's born in ninety six. So oh, all right, that's legal. I was ninety. This is in twenty twenty, so she was twenty four. Yeah, yeah I, I can math. Oh boy. And he was, but he was like thirty. But he got busted like doing uh video chats with teenagers on Discord. Wow. And he got three years in jail. <laughs> so he like, did. He did the old rising fucking camera angle <laughs> you just start go more torso just starts coming into the frame the, less old, face. Uh, the chat roulette but with screen oh, names boy. <laughs> how many God. people would be in jail if they kept track of who was on chat roulette and uh, all that like, shit? i wish they did because i'm sure there'd be more like political people in jail or something like that uh, you oh know? you know ted cruz definitely was jerking off on oh. chat roulette no one with that face is not jerking off in front of teenagers on a webcam. <laughs> it's just like it seems like such a waste of money to pay for those like actual video websites when you could just literally almost have no success finding a woman and jerk off in front of four hundred dudes while clicking the mouse a bunch. I'm saying if Louis C.K. went on chat roulette instead of uh you know 
gathering in other people. He could have saved himself a lot of bullshit. That's right. <laughs> I still love Louis C.K. Oh, so do I. I listen to all the. I'm 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 listening to all the old Opie and Anthony uh, episodes. So like I started from literally the the beginning. I use this website called archive.org, and it has pretty much everything radio or like music related, and you could listen to it the whole catalog. So I'm in like 2013. And he's fucking talking about how he uh, bought a boat or some shit. Like, this is just when he's starting to get famous and he's starting a boat. Like, <laughs> Captain Louie and shit. And they do all these bits where he's just, like, you know, taking kids out to sea to fuck them or whatever. <laughs> it was cracking me up. But I was like, damn, dude. I wish people loved Louie like how they loved him in 2013. He's, he's coming right back, though. You see his last special? I try not to watch any, like, big comedian specials. Since we do comedy, and, you know, I'm mediocre at comedy, and I don't want to, like, get a thought based on, like, going off of a good comic's actual, you know, successful bit. Yeah, I get that. I've heard people say that to me, too. I, I like to live in the mystery where, like, everything that comes to me organically, and then if it happens to be out there because of circumstance, you know, it's like another jerking off joke or whatever, it's like, but sometimes you just hear an idea, even subconsciously. If you have it on in the background, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, dick in the mayonnaise, and then you find out that, like, you know, some other famous comedian's doing fucking dick in the mayonnaise, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, see, I, I get that, but I got to that point where I'm like, I'm, I can have similar bits with people, even if I'm not watching comedy. Like, I, there's a couple times where I've had, like, similar bits to Mark Norman. I'm like, I know for a fact I've never seen Mark Norman do this joke, so I'm like, it's just gonna happen regardless, so I just still enjoy... The same amount of comedy. Uh, there's one guy. You know uh, Joe Mackey? Yeah, comedian Joe Mackey. Yeah, dude. Me and him have almost the exact same joke, and I didn't know about him until last year. And I, I the clip I pulled up to compare it side by side, it was from, like, 2014. So I'm like, this shit's going to happen whether you listen to a shit ton of comedy or not. So I'm like... Might as well just keep listening. Yeah, exactly. If it happens, it happens. Because I'm like, if, it, if I got it... I write enough so where if I have a joke that's similar, I'm like, I'll eh, just drop it. I don't care. Yeah, I, I I feel the same way, but I try and I just you're but, more. I feel like you're more worried about the cadence than uh, necessarily the material itself. It's like I have. I'm trying not to make the comedy so much about my life anymore, like because that was funny when I was young or whatever. But it's like I'm fucking almost thirty now, and it's like you can't keep doing the coke off the fucking floor bit or like living in my grandma's basement because i don't live in my grandma's basement anymore yeah so it's, i'm not in that same like i wasn't fuck i'm not trapped like i was i was like literally on drugs and i was still a drunk then i haven't drank in four years so like that's when i was an alcoholic and it's just like just so much crazy shit was going on that's how i got my energy in comedy i would just go to the comedy cove all the time and go to the open mic and just fucking go crazy and they were like who the fuck is this guy he's just going crazy and then i've got a bartending job there i quit my job at the factory and fucking was daytime bartending there so then they would let me come back on the weekend and work behind the upstairs bar and i could listen to the like you know headliners and shit over there and try and give them give them drinks and stuff and you know have them be like, oh, yeah, this kid's cool, and think about me, and, like, have me come open for them and stuff like that, you know? Did you get that job before you started doing comedy, or was that when you... No, my... I was selling windows door-to-door, -door and uh, I was just a crazy motherfucker. We were literally scamming people, pretty much, like, 
going to set appointments for uh, windows and shit like that, and then some salesman would show up and, you know, work these people for fucking eight Gs or whatever, and you'd make – if you set, like, three appointments for the week and they actually had the person come and do the presentation, it didn't matter if they bought or not. You, you got paid. So we would just go to, like, old people's houses. I fucking got a clipboard and I'm pretending – I've got shit written down on there that matters. And I, you know, I was all tatted up back then, too. I was just like, yeah, I was just working in the area. And then a bunch of black guys with me fucking huddled around the mailbox on, on speakerphone, like, listening to, you know, some rap song or fucking... Because they all wanted to be rappers or, like, you know, drug... That's how I got all my drug connections. Because I was just like, all right, which one of you guys got coke? And they were like, all of us. And I was like, great, <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> so we're just walking door to door. I'm pointing to Mrs. Anderson. I'm like... Um, oh yeah, we're going over here, <clears throat> excuse me, she's like, yeah, uh, we're, we're just doing work over here in the neighborhood, over at Mrs. Smith's house, blah, 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 and then I'm cracking jokes with these guys all fucking day, and they're like, oh, yo, you're funny as fuck, and one of them was like, yeah, there's this bar, Scotty's, that I'm banned, he got banned from it for fighting, Yeah. Uh, he's like, I haven't been there in like nine years, but they have an open mic upstairs, you should go to it and he brought me there my friend Helmy and it was funny as fuck because we walked in there and like the same families owned the bar for like 40 years and they're uh this kid hasn't been here in 9 years and we walk in the bar and the bartender's like yo are you fucking banned from here <laughs> oh my god he really remembered <laughs> holy shit yeah, the, it, it, the guy ended up being like my boss kind of his name is Gary he's just been there for literally like the entire time he's like the the, the owner's son so he was like Probably the one that banned him, and then he just happened to be working bar the same exact day we came back. And then we, the guy apologized that he let us in. The fact that right. you remembered that, that's insane. <laughs> Bro, I can't remember people I saw, like, last week, and this motherfucker remembers someone from so nine years ago. It was so – because he was from the area, so he was there all the time. It was, like, the local watering hole. And then I guess, you know, when you've been there, like, when you're a regular customer, and then you're banned, it's not like he was just some random guy. That showed up one time and then was like, bent. You know what I mean? I guess, but even then, they know him from town, so they were like, "All right." That's the see, that's the downside of living in a small town. Everybody fucking knows each other. Yeah, that's the benefit of uh of of leaving as you go to a place and you're I, unknown. I grew up twenty minutes from here. I I did the exact opposite of what I wanted to do. I, <laughs> I just moved one county over. It's well, annoying. but you, wait, are you from where are you from originally? I went to school in Frenchtown. In Frenchtown? Yeah. I oh, yeah, that's right. Mountain. You went to school in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that. Atlanta and I actually don't like each other, I don't think. Well, really? Well, I'm indifferent, but I saw her at uh, Nate Marks's surprise 40th birthday party. And, and, oh, uh, shit, he's 40? I had no idea. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You had that Terrell's one. 40, too. I mean, that one, I believe that one. <laughs> yeah, Joe Ferraro's fucking in his 30s, too. Yeah. I just turned 28. You just so. turned 28. Oh, wow, I'm older than you. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I'm 29. Oh, all right. I'm enjoying yeah. the last year of uh, my uh, my 20s. Yeah. It's just fucking, <laughs> I fucking, uh, I got a buddy. I mean, you know him. He's a customer. I'm, I'm not going to say his name on mic because he'll be very mad that I'm revealing his age, but he's 39, but he looks much younger than 39. It's a running meme how young he looks. And I'm like, I'm catching up to you now, dude. I'm like, I'm starting to, we're starting to look like the same age. Because I used to look younger than I was, but then I gained weight and then lost weight. And then after I lost the weight, it's just like... Diff- oh, I'll show you my, my license picture from when I was still drinking. I just look like a fat drunk. Yeah, there's something about like, I guess when you're drinking, you're just bloated naturally, right? I was drinking like 
a third of a bottle of tequila a day minimum. And then, like, when I was going hard, it'd be, like, three quarters of a bottle. And then just be going to work, driving a forklift and shit like that. It's not smart. But you didn't stop drinking cold turkey, did you? Or did you just yeah, like, I just stopped. You just stopped? Yeah. I, I wasn't, like, an alcoholic. You just drank too much? I, anytime I drank, I would just can't couldn't stop drinking. So then people would be like, yeah, let's have a beer. And then all of a sudden, I'm in the oranges at a crack house. And then I'm like... All right, mistakes were made. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, tomorrow's a new day. And then it's like, well, I did have a fun night. And then all of a sudden that fun night lasts for three years and you're being kicked out of your grandmother's house. Oh. You're, you're like, shit. Now, what, why did you go to prostitutes? Why did you go to, like, Tinder or some shit like that? I had Tinder, but like I said, I lived with my grandma. And she's, you know, Italian and Catholic. Mm, I guess, I was, yeah. I was into black girls. I still am into black girls, ladies. Um, Queens. Yeah, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> you know where daddy's at <laughs> i just i just fucking sold my whip and i'm trying to buy a mercedes now is that now is that a woman or is that a no co- <laughs> no a, a literal mercedes i'm a gentleman now uh, <laughs> now you're a gentleman but my dad did just drop off the bike that i my, my mom had to drop off my childhood bike when that bike was stolen on martin luther king day so i was riding around elizabeth on my childhood schwinn my dad just dropped it off in my, it's in my shed now. That's the opposite. My dad stole my bikes uh, <laughs> for drugs. Yeah, my dad was a, my dad did a lot of drugs, so he would like uh, when he couldn't drive, he would just uh, get high as fuck and like, steal bikes. He stole our bikes. He stole like the neighborhood kids' bikes. He'd bring bikes home, be like, "All right, guys, I got you new bikes," and they're like old used bikes. And he's like, "All right, kids, uh, you know we should make these bikes your own. Let's take them in the back and paint them." <laughs> just fucking painting stolen bikes so do you have a good relationship with your dad or is it uh, it's, drugs? Pre- it's pretty good now that he's dead like uh we don't argue with him. <laughs> <laughs> so did he dr- die from drugs or yeah did he... yeah he od'd on heroin uh someone cut his cocaine with morphine okay and he was allergic to morphine so he, he died on that and it was like a police chief's son who sold it to him so they kind of like tried to do a cover up situation with it. It got it got a little dicey, it, oh. but it was in, it happened in Essex County, and they're notoriously corrupt. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So and that's like uh, my uncle. He worked for the town when he tried like uh, digging into it. They threatened his job. Holy shit! Yeah, it's a. Uh, so what are you gonna do about it? Did, they, did they at least pay for the funeral? Of course not. No. Oh, Fucking. No, my aunt paid. Come for on, it. boys in blue. My aunt's a fucking uh, uh, rich, uh, nutly Italian coup, so she fucking, she, for her, it was like, uh, you yeah, know. nothing. Funeral expenses, nothing. So, whatever. <laughs> they have funeral funds like they have college funds. I'm not going to be, yeah, my, my grandparents are going to be buried, like, head to head or whatever, like, in a, inside. My grandparents spent money to be buried inside, so. Like, the entombment shit? Yeah, it's like, it's like this wall of other dead people. Yeah. It's we're... inside of a like a small building that has like fountains and like a library like you could sit in a library and there's dead people in the library like ashes and stuff but I, there's like oof, books so you could like creepy. sit with your loved ones which nobody does no it just feels it, you feel like you're in a dead people waiting room almost like yeah, there should dude, be a fucking fish tank or something it's fucking creepy because i'm named after my grandfather so my my name is Demetrio Richard Mata, and both my gra- both my grandfathers are dead. Old Richie and fucking Demetrio are dead. So when I go to visit my dead grandfather, I look at the wall and I'm seeing my name on the wall. Like obviously it's different dates, but it's kind of spooky 
to I, see your own name, like your mortality. Yeah, I know because I'm named after my dad. <laughs> When I look at his urn, it just says my name on it. <laughs> I'm sitting on my bookshelf. Oh, and yeah. It's creepy. My dad watches me jerk off, so it's all right now. But <laughs> Yeah, right. Do you think that's actually, like, they're not wasting any time watching us. They've, you know what I mean? No, I, my dad's probably trying to score some angel dust off an angel. I don't Do you believe it. in ghosts? No. Not no. even 1%? No. I'm, uh... I've only heard one credible ghost story, and it was from my friend who also does a lot of drugs. I think I covered it the other I th- one time, but he had some videos that were either he's a sociopath and he's doing things to his house, but it's like he's not one of those guys. He he's not like searching for clout, you know what I mean? So he brought it up organically, like about his house being haunted, like because we were talking about some shit. And I was like, "How's your house?" And he was like, "Oh, haunted." And then when somebody says that shit, you don't just go like, "Oh, oh. cool, yeah." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, what?" Okay, look, Captain Invincible is coming on. See, it's some black and white. Charles Blackman on the news. <laughs> some mobsters. But my buddy, he, uh, his brother bought a house in Fort Monmouth, and he was sending me some photos. He's like, his brother thinks the place is, uh, I don't want to say haunted, but there's some sketchy shit going on. Oh, like, yes. This is perfect. Dude, I wish fucking Austin Graham, you bitch. I could say your name on the podcast because you only manage a chicken stand. Fucking send me those videos, you bitch. Let's go viral with this. Wait, here we go. So his brother was taking photos of the uh, outlets because he's got to do, like, work on the outlets. And if you look in the background. Oh, spooky ghost lady in the back. Wait, I'll show this to the camera so it picks it up. Uh, Is it picking up? Yes. Spooky Uh, ghost lady in the background. Yeah, just I'll zoom it in a little bit. For the, uh, dun, dun, dun. And uh, my favorite part is that he assumed the ghost is Asian because of the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, it's haunting the cello. <laughs> but then uh, they 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 took a they took a photo of, like crabs. They got crabs delivered. And look in the uh, window. Oh shit! Ghost lady again, dude. Wait, I'll put this one to the camera too. Look in the window. Ghost lady. I'll even zoom in again real quick. It looks like fucking Beetlejuice mixed with like a uh, heat like Holy junkie. fucking shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is funny as fuck. Yeah. All right. So then I'll tell my friend's story. So he lives in Florida and his grandma died. She didn't die in the house. <laughs> Florida. Yeah, and he's went 100% Florida, man. He has a fucking mullet and vanilla ice shrine. Yeah. He loves uh, Pitbull. Dude, he... <laughs> He just goes to festivals. Like, I've known this kid since he was, like, a boy. Like, he was my friend's, like, nephew. He was just, like, a close friend of the family or whatever. And we would take him out back behind our shed and get him so high. And, like, so high we'd have to carry him inside and, like, keep him away from his mother for, like, four hours. Like, put him to bed. We would put him to bed sometimes at, like, 4 p.m. Like, we'd get home from school and he'd be so high he'd fall asleep. And we'd literally carry him inside and tuck him in bed. So, I've known this kid for years. And he's like, I'm like, yeah, how's your house? He's like, haunted. And I'm like, what? So, then he starts showing me videos of, like, the cabinets being all open. And Netflix would come on. And it would start typing things on the TV. That's kind of creepy. That was like... Austin die, and then it would pick movies like 
you're gonna die and like die the next day or whatever i was like all right but there was a lot of these videos like little inconspicuous ones so then he started unplugging the tv and i guess that upset the spirit because that's how it wanted to talk to him so it would start opening the knife drawer and taking knives out and stabbing near the outlet where the plug was because he would come out of his bedroom pov style and like open the door because he said he heard shit in the night and he would lock the door and then there was like a kitchen knife like stuck in the drywall over the outlet and like i was like all right is this kid like really stabbing his walls and showing me these videos but he's like not like that like he's not he would he didn't put it on the internet and he's not trying to get famous from it he like doesn't want to talk about it he's like yeah i don't talk about the ghost at the house anymore and he like threw out the kitchen knives and then went to a festival and he came home and the kitchen knives were out of the garbage can and in the driver's door of his car i was like is there like a florida man living at your house or like you know is it but he's like no there's like nobody that lives nearby and there's no like basement so i was like maybe somebody lives in the attic or whatever some kind of like serial killer shit but he did a lot of drugs he said yeah but he's not that fucked up where it's like i'm gonna start stabbing my wall and make a video of it and the fact that he brought like he wouldn't have brought it up if i didn't go hey how's your house you know what i mean and then he responded haunted which led to all these videos now does he still live there yeah but he doesn't talk about the ghost and like he has he set up the rooms differently and like stuff like that and he says that that helped because he thinks talking about the ghost gives it like what power like freddy krueger or something yeah i don't know it was very believable but i was also very high we were doing drugs at the time now does he ever try to they ever try to get an exercise or some shit like that he's not religious like he's very spiritual so the way he was explaining it is like by just putting positive energy into the house and doing like you know like meditating on it and stuff like it doesn't have power over him kind of shit and it's it's all crazy talk this is all crazy talk like everything we're talking about right now i just sound like an insane man but whatever he believes it and it's like if that if that stops things from stabbing your drywall in the night fucking whatever then you know what i mean i guess but there could be a point where he has that uh sudden drop stead of a heart attack situation where the ghost uh just straight up kills him again i I don't believe in this shit but it's uh i've heard enough of these stories i'm like yeah that could happen i don't know i'm not really a uh a ghost person but yeah i'm not a ghost person no when i was younger i think i believed in it more but but i think by the 15th time you jerk off in front of your dad's urn you're like there's no way there's ghosts (laughs) there can't be ghosts (laughs) i would have i would be getting my especially with some of the porn i'm watching right now he would be ashamed of me (laughs) he'd be a sad sad boy exactly so i'm like there can't be ghosts otherwise i would have felt like a steel toe boot on the back of my goddamn head (laughs) and then you the sound of the the feeling of your wallet leaving your back pocket because dad's dad's got a score hey my dad my dad did rob my mom one time <laughs> comes home is it really robbery if it's your mother yeah she was asking for it honestly yeah. she left it in her back pocket come on bitch dumb whore yeah. <laughs> can't, can't be leaving money around. 
He comes home fucking one morning, like, high on heroin or some shit, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go talk to mom real quick, that, and he's just fucking... That's a big payday. You yeah. Pop your head in some jeans and $40 appears. Yeah, you, good target, the stay-at-home mom. <laughs> They're always packing a, a fucking wall full of cash. <laughs> he fucking, he got busted one time, he robbed a, an Exxon station. He broke... With the, or without a mask? Uh, without anything. He broke the window, <laughs> he broke the window with his head. And went in to sell the, uh, steal the cigarettes so he could sell the cigarettes. But he missed one crucial thing about robbing an Exxon. Is after you get the cigarettes, you're supposed to leave. <laughs> he tried selling the cigarettes in front of the gas station he just robbed. While covered in glass and blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, the man had a plan. And he's clearly motivated. Like, <laughs> he thought of that plan and he initiated. He just... Didn't make it very far. He got busted one time when he was like nineteen because uh, this is a true romantic story. Uh, my mom's uh, my mom's uh, car battery died, so my dad, you know, he spent a week saving money and bought a big. He used that money to buy a big case of beer so he could steal someone's car that <laughs> happened to be the same make and model as my mom's car. And while he was like taking the battery out, the cops found the car. He hid underneath the car. While the cops were inspecting it, and he got busted because he opened a can of beer under the car while the cops were outside of it looking. <laughs> he couldn't fucking wait like ten minutes for the cops to like enter the car to do their whatever reporting shit. He literally had to pop open a can like a fucking retard. I'm sorry, differently able. Uh, what am I saying? Italian, like a fucking it Italian. <laughs> Wow, I don't think I've ever heard a story that good. He oh. was a fucking. He was a, He was from Irvington, so he's just like this white trash hood rat. Well, he was a mechanic. Mechanics are very thirsty people by trade. Uh, he wasn't a mechanic. He was a contractor. He was uh. Wasn't the movie just in black and white? Uh, yeah. Oh, Alan Arkin's in this movie. Oh fuck! This is gonna be a Christopher, Christopher Lee. Lee. This is gonna be a good movie. <laughs> fuck. Good How shit. old is this movie? Old. Old. Probably. But it's got that weird uh, that shit they do now where they upscale everything that's uh, that was filmed in like the seventies or sixties or some shit like that. Wow, that okay, this is definitely like seventies. Yeah, Return of Captain Invincible. This is definitely, but it's got like that weird seventies um, like tint to it, but it's sixty frames per second, so it looks all sorts of it's, fucking wrong. It's pretty well shot. This intro scene, they're zooming over some mountains. Uh, there's a guy standing on the edge of a mountain. It's all the, helicopter shots. Yeah. Back then, they had to take helicopter shots and, like, uh, speed it up because helicopters don't Apparently, go. Apparently, there's upbeat music playing. We don't have the sound on. Wow, <laughs> I'm still fucking laughing at that car battery story. Jesus fucking it's, Christ, it, that's so funny. Fu Dude, you Google, you Google his name, you'll find uh, an article from him from 1990 where he stole a motorcycle. <laughs> Just, he, had a, he had a track record. His mugshots used to be online, too. It was a great before and after for what drugs will do to you. Because, <laughs> one, he was, like, relatively skinny, and he still had teeth. And then the other one, like a couple months later, where he was like 20 pounds overweight and uh, did not have teeth anymore. He had teeth. He had braces when he was a kid, but his mom didn't give a shit about like proper care because my grandma's fucking cuckoo too. So he, had, he, when it was time for his braces to come off, he just pulled them off of his teeth with pliers oh. and broke off his teeth. That probably hurts so bad. I'm like, I'm not surprised he got hooked on shit because he probably had like infections and shit out yeah, the ass. Dude. Bad dental care is like leads to a lot of people getting addicted to and just pills. Shit, and shit ton like of pain. That. Like you ever have a tooth abscess? Uh, no. I have relatively good teeth health. I had I had braces and like a pout expander, 
and all that kind of shit. I went through most of the shit. Retainer, all that stuff. Um, and I've always had good dental care. Like, my parents took me to the dentist. I had a couple cavities, but they never, you know. Damn, we, I don't think I get, went to the dentist, like, once as a kid. I had to do it all as an adult, but... Like, a tooth abscess is one of the most excruciating fucking pains I've ever had to deal with because it's just like – because all your teeth can feel – my girlfriend explained this to me. All your teeth can feel are, is pain. That's the only receptor in your teeth is pain. So a tooth abscess, like, the nerves get infected. So it's like a, every time, like, blood flows, it's like a pulsating pain in the nerves of your teeth. And it's just pressure, and it swells, and it's just a constant – pulsating pain like and it, it, it's a it's like a cyst almost in your face so they drain it and everything but like that is one of the most excruciating things i've ever had to deal with so like imagine like because i had one because of a broken too so i'm like my dad probably had a shit ton of them so i'm like man no wonder he got fucking hooked on so like the amount of pain he must have been in from like untreated infections and also he was like you know he was a smoker he was oh like, yeah smoking is fucking up your mouth he was a smoker. He ate candy all the time. Like, he was white trash as shit. So I was like, yeah, of course his teeth are probably fucking unbelievably painful. Like, he uh, he got all of his teeth pulled in jail. I think he was going to get dentures at one point. Yeah. My mom has dentures now, but her teeth weren't that bad. My mom yeah. had better teeth. She took it's, care of herself better. They should literally tell people, like, and kids. Like, I mean, they, they told me, like, the importance of, like, mouth health. But, like, people just don't understand. Like, if you're living 85 years... Like, having the same teeth for 85 years is fucking impressive. You know it what is. I mean? And it's attainable. Good... There's people that have their teeth into old age. And yeah. then there's a lot of people that by 50, you're getting dentures and shit like that. It's weird, though. You have the same teeth your whole life. Like, even if you take good care of them, there's just like a film of grossness to them after You so should many probably years. go to a dentist more than every six months. But, like, it's not financially. It's... I, like I have good, I have good dental insurance. I guess like uh, you do, you pay for your own health insurance and shit. Or? Uh, it comes from my job, but uh, I I think dental I have like eighty five percent coverage. Yeah, so like I have I have state coverage because there's not enough people that work at my company, so it's not I'm not getting like a good discount for do, getting insurance through the company. So you just go through the state, and it's just based on like what you make uh, yearly. So like they prorate you based on it, so you can get all the same plans. So if you're like super fucking poor you could still have health insurance for like 70 dollars a month but if you make actual money like if they charge me like 330 a month or something like that that's a yeah. lot i know dude but when i saw the first uh uh when i first went to the dentist after i had uh, the insurance for my job and i saw what i was paying with coverage i was like holy fuck how much is it with that i think i got like a fillings and with 85 percent coverage it was still like 130 something bucks yeah I was like, what the fuck? That's a good dude? deal. I know. That's so what everyone said. It's like a thousand. Yeah, everyone was month. saying that was a great deal. I'm like, I am fucking poor right now, and that's just fillings. It's important to have insurance. It, like, it's fucking – I'm surprised, like, dental is as expensive as it is an optical so you know, cheap. You should look at one of these plans. Uh, well, you have it through work or whatever, but, like, yeah, mine is, like, $7. It's I pay, like, 330 It's, like, 320 for the health insurance and $7 or, like, $9 for the – shit it covers like two cleanings and some other shit i'm fucking i'm I'm probably due to go to the dentist again at this point i was going pretty regularly after i got my uh i had to get my wisdom two of my wisdom teeth taken i'm out. supposed to but i just didn't 
Your wisdom teeth? Yeah. If they're not bothering you, then there's no. no reason. Like, the only reason I got the one uh, taken out because it broke. But I, because I, I was using them like fucking molars, basically. Like, I still have them on my, uh, what is it? My uh, left side, I still have my wisdom teeth. My right side, I don't. Just because I'm like, they don't bother me. Like, I, they, yeah, gr- fuck it. they grew in straight, so they're not like uh, an issue. But the only reason they took uh, two out on this side, because one was broken, you can't have one without the other. Otherwise, it's just the other one's hitting raw gum over and over again. You can't have that. But it, it doesn't feel like I forget I even have uh, an uneven mouth, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, my ex, she had uh, she had fucking five wisdom teeth, and she had them all taken out at once. Let me tell you. Her you, face was probably fucked up. Oh, my God. It was so quiet. I loved it. It was, oh, my God. Just the amount of, like, silence I heard from her. <laughs> and, like, I didn't hear a fucking peep out of her fucking mouth. That She had, like, this annoying seagull laugh. Where she's like, <laughs> And she couldn't do – she had to just, like, whine and watch her shows in silence. I fucking – I excused myself to the bathroom a couple times to jerk off to the fucking the, – my ears being, like, uh, pleased. <laughs> she had, like, the most irritating goddamn – So you ever, sound like you really enjoyed living with this girl. Oh, yeah. Was, Seven years of your life just fucking down the drain. <laughs> if you could go back to the very beginning when you met her and tell young VJ what would happen in the end, do you think he would – go through it all again he would go through it all but he would have a plan at the end to really go out with a bang because she here's what i would have done because she's because uh, when i didn't know she was cheating at the time but if i knew i would have uh i would have just uh didn't t- not tell her about um that she had to sign the lease too would have signed it with somebody else moved all of her stuff in, and then kicked her out the next day oh the reversal yeah yeah but uh she i i, I got a uh, last laugh because she fucking hooked up with a pedophile and also i still have a. Uh, I, ha- I have a couple of her things because um, when they were getting her stuff out of the apartment, I was like, all right, get this uh, dresser out of here. He's like, yeah, we'll get that last. And, and like, as they're, like, loading boxes, I'm like, oh, they're not coming back for that. So I took two of her boxes and threw them in the room as, like, collateral. And, uh, yeah, they, they just left without getting the dresser. So I'm like, all right, I got two of her things. So I got, like, a vinyl record player. I got some dishware. I got uh, a bike rack. So I got my little uh, revenge at the end. But I wouldn't go back and change anything just because uh, – it gives you experience, so you're better for the next person. Also lets you know uh, how mentally ill you are once uh, it's over. You're like, oh, shit, you know what? I haven't worked on myself in seven years. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know if you've been it. the same way. You get wrapped in, like, a bubble, and then you come out, and you're like, oh, fuck, what did I like again? <laughs> like, I wasn't doing comedy for, like, two years. Uh, it's you're trying to please a woman? Kind of, yeah. I did the opposite. I was, I was stringing your girl on for three years, basically, but I was told her right off the bat, I was like, I'm on drugs, and this is like my dream to do comedy and shit. So like, she watched me bomb a couple of times, and then there were a couple of times where she saw me fucking do really good. Like one of my best shows, I, I was doing this shit with this guy from Jersey City, and he was on Hot 97. So he would invite me to all these like straight up black rooms, and I would be like the only white comic doing shit, and uh. My girl was black at the time, and uh, one time at Fire and Ice in Edison, I bombed so hard. Like, they put me up first, uh, and, oh, big, bad mistake. And it was just fucking silence, dude. Nobody was laughing at my shit. Were they laughing at the hosts? There was, like, no host. It was, like, hip-hop music, and then they were like, all right, y'all, the comedy show about yeah. to start, and then... I didn't come back up after I, you know, like, so I wasn't, like, the host. So they were just like, yeah, bring him to the stage. And I'm just like, 
eating a thousand dicks. It's just crossed arms and fucking done up hair as far as the eye can see. And so I just am reaching. I'm reaching for the lap. So I'm just like into the mic. Yeah, where are all the white women at? And all you just heard was a black girl just go, <laughs> and I could I could see my girl in the back, and it was just like, wow, like it doesn't get lower than that. And then, like two or four weeks later, I did some shit in like a warehouse in Newark or like Jersey City or somewhere. I can't remember where it was, and uh, I had a fucking monster set. Same set, mo- killing. Just coming better out, set up. Coming out grandma's closet. I don't know. It was just like a different energy. Like, I don't know what the fuck it was. And bitches be falling over and motherfuckers be getting up and running and shit and being all like, ah! I fucking, I fucking love it. So um, I come off the stage and now bitches are coming up to me and being all like, oh my God, you're so funny. And my girl will be standing in the corner, like arms folded. And it's like, she, she, I, she doesn't understand that, like, I need, I'm, I'm craving this attention. Yeah. Whether it's from, I didn't care who it was from. It just happened to be from bitches. And she's like, I'm driving home on a thousand, you know, you thousand feel fucking great, yeah. You're, I, yeah, you're living the best. And she's mad that it's like, oh, you had to talk to those girls. Or, ah. And it's like, oh, sorry, I didn't just talk to, you know. The guy that looked like fucking Lamar Odom, for, you know, my yeah. bad. Like, my bad. I'm still young and fucking handsome. Like, you know what I mean? But she also, like, she kind of, like, didn't rub it in my face or whatever, but, like, she has that memory from Fire and Ice where she was like, I fucking saw this zilch eat it. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, that doesn't matter. So it's like, she's not like, yay, yay for my man, and he's winning now. It's like, oh, you just... You just want another bit, and it's just like, yeah. I guess uh, you got you were in a situation where you had like a, a no win almost. You had you had a bad set. Obviously, having a bad set in front of your girl sucks. But then you have a good. She set. saw me eat a dick at Dangerfields. Like I fucking ate a dick at Dangerfields twice. Dangerfields. Yeah, I was fucking. You know, just like she's been there, and then like you want them to be supportive when you're fucking doing yeah. it, like. And it's like she's not she wasn't unsupportive. Like she's a good lady and stuff and we're still friends and we like right now she doesn't want to talk to me or whatever. Like she's one of those passive aggressive she like unfriends uh, me on Instagram or I whatever. Know those kind of jokes, it's yeah. like But like I was living in a basement and I was fucking gonna kill like I didn't think that I was gonna live past twenty four. I was like, I'm just gonna probably die from drugs. And then like now I've just been twiddling my thumbs the last four years because it's like, okay, now what do I do? Like I have like property taxes and stuff. Like I I had to figure out what principal and interest meant. You know I didn't have a fucking savings account. Dude, once you're once you're alone for long enough, you actually go into that self analyzing mode. We're like, yo, I gotta like. Yeah, get maybe my... I should stop keeping all my money in my fucking sock drawer. <laughs> yeah, <You know>? right. <laughs> like that's that was the good thing. Like when uh, me and the one chick split. Like I, cause you know you spend so much time with somebody, you stop like working on you. Kind of that's why there's like that running gag where couples just get fat together because they stop working on each other themselves. So like when I came out of that bubble, I was like, oh shit, uh, there's a lot of things I gotta get in order. Like there's a, definitely some. Uh, 
some head stuff that's not good that I've yeah. been putting off because I'm vi- busy taking care of somebody else's shit. It's just like, you know how you're supposed to be able to, like, bounce ideas off of somebody and they're supposed to be, like, supportive of you? It's like, it's, I'm not, like, so here I am living in a fucking basement, still, you know, on drugs, like, hate my life, you know what I mean? Just, like, living day to day. And it's just like, I just start saying, I'm like, I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to buy a house. Like, and then that's how it started. Then I just started looking at houses. And then I got pre-approved for a mortgage. And then it was like, okay. Once you realize, like, okay, I'm in this now. Like, now all I have to do is just save money, which I've never done in my life. Never saved any money. And then it was like, I'm saving. And, like, I'm showing my girl pictures of these houses and stuff like that. It's just turning into this. She's like, oh, I'll probably never see this house because we were in like a fight about you know some shit it's just like shut up and be fucking supportive yeah say this is a fucking nice looking house so i can like the picture and move on don't turn it into some diatribe about how you may or may not she, fucking... she turned it into something about her it's a it's, a... it's like be happy for me i'm i'm doing this it's like yeah you're here you're here for the experience or whatever but like it always turned into some shit like there's some chicks that are like that. They want you to grow, but they don't want you to grow too much where they're they, – because they think you'll outgrow Yeah, she them. liked when I was a fucking zilch. Yeah. They, they, they like you uh, when you're struggling, but once you get past that struggle or you're making plans out of that struggle, they don't – they want to feel like they're better than you a lot of the time. And then once you're getting to a point like where she you're... was fucking me when I was on a bicycle. Like I was on a bicycle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I literally – what a fucking piece of garbage I was. A drunk <laughs> on a bicycle. By choice, I had a driver's license. I drove a truck for work and a forklift. I would ride my bicycle to the job and then get in a 26-footer. I'd chain my bike up at the loading dock. I've been there. It's just like, what the fuck? And then here I am manifesting these things. You know, I'm working hard or whatever, putting in pools and doing the shit. And, you know, and she's over here, arms crossed. I mean, yeah, I was a piece of shit to her. Because there's some racists in my family. So I, she wasn't invited to, like, Christmas and stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. I'm not a racist. But, like, you know, I've been in the game with these old people for a long time. They're not kicking for much longer. I probably got some money coming to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, And she's not even here anymore anyway. So it's a like, good thing I didn't fucking softball yeah. that in. Yeah. Now, there's this one chick I dated. I was dating her, like, uh, after me and the one uh, girl broke up. And she, she was, like, the same way. Whenever I did something, she would, like, flip it on, like, some kind of dig at her. Like, I was telling her, like, ideas about moving to New York. Just because I'm like, yeah, it'd be closer for comedy. I could do something. She was like, oh, you're just moving somewhere where I'm not going to be. You're just trying to get away from me. Get with your city girlfriends or some shit. Like, I'm like, bitch, this is my fucking life. I'm, it, this is not about you. This is about That's what I'm thing, trying to dude. do. I, it's got to just be, like... That's why I'm – I can't get a pet. I can't – like, it would be nice to have a girl that came over on a regular basis and, like, you know, because I'm not saying – this sounds so bad. It's like – like, I have to do everything for myself. So it would be cool if my girl had a place to – like, she could just come over and let herself in and then I could, like, come home and, like, maybe dinner would be cooked or yeah, something. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It would just be, like, sweet. Or it's like, oh, I saw you had clothes in the dryer. And I just folded them for you. Yeah. And then I would just be like, wow, I'm so appreciative. And I'm 
It's you not know. like you're expecting it, but it's just like the nice little cutesy yeah. surprise. Because pretty much I come home and I'm like, fuck, I have to do all this shit. Yeah, no, I get, I get what you mean. It's like having like a, a good roommate almost, where it's like, hey, yeah. I see you've had a rough couple of days, so you know what? I did the dishes today. It's yeah. like, what a fucking I'm good like, person this you're is. You're a good egg. I'm going to not come in your hair today. <laughs> I don't know. I come in my roommate's hair all the time. He should really lock his door. Anyway. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, the one chick I was seeing uh, after uh, the one chick, uh, she, she would do that every now and then. But it was like one of those situations where I'm only I'm only hanging I'm only hanging with you because you're 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 here and you're easy because we had. I, dude, I would literally make up excuses not to hang out with her. <laughs> I was also cheating the whole time. <laughs> I went on a dude. I literally I went on a date with a fucking hickey on my neck. <laughs> like I was I was that kind of a scumbag. Where I'm just like you gotta live how you gotta live. Uh, I, I was just like you know what uh, I like having one one over the plate. You know that you can constantly hit up, but I'm like I also you know I hadn't dated since I was 20, so I'm like I gotta get back into the game a little bit, like figure out. I can't. My moves at twenty don't work at uh twenty six. So I'm like, I got it at twenty seven. Even that's I why I just sold my car. I was driving a two thousand Toyota Camry, and the fucking door handle is missing. It's just like a piece of shit. Like, you know, I'm trying to fuck girls that don't remember nine eleven. So it's like <laughs> you can't you can't pick them up in a car that's literally the same year as they were born. And it's like, yeah, maybe so. Like, I'm manifesting, here I am again, manifesting good thoughts on myself. Like, okay, I sold my car. Now I'm carless. I only have my work whip. So I'm only going to work, and, like, I go to the gym now, and I'll have to figure out what I'm going to do for comedy. Like, Joe's nice enough to put me on all these shows in Easton and stuff. So, like, I could walk to Easton and do my sets and still, like, be in shape, you know what I mean, with comedy. And then I could... Get my first adult car payment. You know what I mean? Because I've never had a nice car before. And I'm going to fucking... You like know, finance go. and shit like that? No, no. I, I'm looking at like something from like seven years ago, eight years ago. So I'd get for like 16000 or something like that. Like put four Gs down and then pay off the rest monthly. You know what I mean? I mean, if you can do it, go for it. I'm definitely a big believer in getting beaters and shit like that. I... But did that my whole life i've dro- i've never driven a car that was made after 2003 so it's like you know well i drive my work truck as a 2020 but that's fucking not my you know my not my vehicle well, yeah but also i guess at a certain point you get sick of it if you uh, you just keep doing it you just want something that's gonna last it's just longer. like why i have a house and it looks nice and it's like why am i gonna go pick up a girl in a shit car it's like you're tr- i'm trying to ma- i'm trying to fuck young women like I have gray beard hairs now. It's, <laughs> it's fucking almost over for me. Yeah, I got one. So, but how young are you going now? What's your uh, What's your cap off? I mean, they could be twenty and come over. Really? I don't drink. Yeah. I don't drink. But, um, damn. <laughs> I mean, I have yeah. a hard time going. Tw- like, uh, I I was for a while. I was uh, last couple months. I was seeing this chick who was uh, she was twenty three. I'm twenty nine. So. That's that's the youngest I've ever gotten. Even that took some getting used to for me because she still lived at home. And I remember uh, she, she said, uh, what was it? Come over and uh, uh, my, and meet my, my parents. And I was like, what the fuck? No. Are your, I was like, what are your parents doing still alive? <laughs> I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm past. I'm like, I thought we were done with that shit. Like, I'm not used to it because no, like, the girl I was seeing before was 33. So I'm like, like her fucking parents are separated. They don't live anywhere. Yeah, they live her. in Boca Raton. Yeah, they have exactly. Different families. Fucking South Carolina and Florida. <laughs> they haven't talked in since fucking 
9-11, I don't know, but it, that's what I was used to. And then going back to 23, I was like, this is just, this is I mean, lot. I live right next to Lafayette, so, like, if you're lucky, you can go down, you know, do a good set in, uh, uh, at, like, Rivals or something like that, and there might be some girls from Lafayette there. So you, I, could, you could fuck a 22-year-old, it would be. It's happened, in, it's happened in New Brunswick, where I've had a good set. Uh, yeah, my, my boy used to do uh, tattoos at Anchor. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, New Brunswick. Yeah, that's where Bill. That's where Bill Cosby got done at Anchor. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a couple times I've had good sets at um, uh, this place called Ale and Witch, where I've gotten like Instagram messages or fucking Facebook messages from uh, chicks that were at the uh, at the mic, and I'm like, hmm. But then one, there's this one who was really going for me, but I found she has kids. I was like, no, ew, no, I can't. No, I I can. Like, do, like, a one-night stand and shit like that with some of those kids, but not a fucking, uh... Yeah, I'm not hanging out with your kids for, Yeah, like, I don't want, I don't want fucking, I want to have cereal with your kids first yeah, thing not, in the morning. I'm, I'm not going to your kid's baseball game. No, exactly. Like, when I was 19, I was hooking up with this chick that was 32, and I remember she asked me if I wanted to meet her kids, and I, even at 19, I was like, no! The fuck, of course, I'm only nine years older than your oldest. Of course, I don't want to meet your fucking children. <laughs> He can oh. probably grow as much facial hair as me right now. I don't want to hang out with your fucking kids. It's all the hormones in the milk. These kids are growing fucking <laughs> beards at 14 and a half. Yeah, but like now I'm like, if I want something long term, I'm not going for no chick with kids. It's like, it's because you never win with that shit. You never win with someone who has kids. You're always second fiddle to the kids. Like, have you done a one night stand like uh, with someone who has uh, kids? Children? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used to teach karate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you used that, use that black belt and gave her some choking, huh? I, f- I fucked one of my students' moms underneath a family portrait. <laughs> her with her arm around her little son. So, <laughs> she, Mata, she spit fucking cum- railing his mother. She fucking spit come out onto his baby photos. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I went back to the dojo. <laughs> unwashed balls. Do you, do you have... Do you, oh God, I, remember, I remember... This is so bad. I remember I fucking had a one-night stand with this chick, and... I fucking went to a family gathering the next day. I didn't shower. I kissed my grandma on the cheek with yesterday's pussy still all over my face. <laughs> that's love. That's just I don't you know love, that's grandma. love. I was like, "Fuck it, grandma. You'll be you'll be dead soon anyway." <laughs> but have you done a one night stand sober? Uh, it's harder now because I used to do most of my shit bar hopping. Yeah, you know what I mean. So now it's like I don't spend any time in bars unless we're doing sets over there. Yeah. You know? I've I've gotten a couple off of a uh, Tinder. I remember this one chick. She was fucking. Oof. Here's where you I learn I learn like if if a chick takes a photo of herself and it's like this close to her face. Yeah, she's fat. Oh, dude, she uh, fucking huge, and she smelled. But she was. I'm like I'm going through a. Dr- what the fuck's happening? Alan Arkin's getting things right. That's Alan Arkin getting all these things stuck to him, right? I think so. Got Al- a fucking blue screen. Alan Arkin's stuck. Oh, dude, eye patch guy's getting fucking sucked in. <laughs> He's got a gun to his head. The blue screen on this is fucking adorable. I I, I literally want to pull the trigger on that and see if it kills him. <laughs> like some Brendan. No, I think shit. he's supposed to be a superhero, even though he has the worst body I've seen in this. What movie. is he? Fucking Magnet Man? Is that why everything's? I don't know. We haven't been paying attention. I've been enthralled in our conversation <laughs> but i keep looking up and it looks like a semi-decent movie this is, is a midget, midget? <laughs> <laughs> every time uh, i think i think of a midget i just think of fucking uh, have you heard of tells bits on midgets oh look there's a 
a ghoul or something? I don't know what this I is. I think that's just Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, it's a creepy midget, too. That looks like something out of Children of the Corn. There's that... this fucking, there's this one comic who goes to this place I go to in Delaware who looks so much like Isaac from Children of the Corn. <laughs> he goes up, he's, he does like a fucking like two minutes of like dad jokes, gets off stage, and then just walks, he, not even walks, he just like kind of like does that weird midget uh, tilt lean. Waddle. Yeah, waddle, that penguin waddle. I don't know if he's actually a midget, but he was like, uh, he was like saying he needed to get an uber because he was too drunk the other day and i was like oh buddy we don't need you drunk driving your race car bed because <laughs> you look like he slept in a race car bed he had like a high voice and like jacked up teeth he was adorable <laughs> was he taller than Vern troyer probably yeah well, Vern troyer was a Vern troyer was a special case where he was like legit like he looked like a fucking like two foot three yeah dude he he looked like a, a a premature baby like he was built like a fucking how honey boo boo was built back in the day what so alan arkin's a superhero but why is he walking with this fucking old bitch why isn't he walking with all those hot bitches with the titties that he ripped the magnets off of why is he walking with, oh wait that's fucking <laughs> no yeah this is how bad the, this is how bad the channel is it just plays commercials it literally just stopped right in the middle i was like he yeah should get well, with, it just does i was like he should get with is that flow from progressive <laughs> that is correct i mean i would fuck flow from progressive i uh, she's like i think she's pushing 50 now but like I who are all these other people oh now she's got to split that progressive money with all these zilches i would fuck her she, she's she's uh, one of those milfy actresses i would still do like her, Jennifer Anderson's up there. I think that's like uh I mean you're naming all people that absolutely anybody would do. I mean who who there's very few that I wouldn't do. I guess there's even just for clout. That's true. I'd fuck some fatties. I I have fucked some very fatty some big fatties without I'm at a no point, clout. But I'm at a point in my life now where now you can't even get a an abortion, so I I'm I'm very conservative with the cock right now. You're like me though. You're more concerned with babies than uh, STDs. It's not even that. Like I have things to lose now. Before I had nothing. Like I could just be like your father and just flee my child. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he came back live- eventually. Yeah, I was living in a basement. Like it was no. But now, like I have like residents and like I- they have to be able to like tax me and bill me. So she can just come here and fucking stalk me. Well, that's how you get you what you do. You get on. Usually you do. You get on Tinder and you use a fake name. And then have some one night stands. I, I bought this house with intent that there were two staircases, so I have two chances. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, abortion is still uh, legal. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge in New Jersey, right? I don't know. I think you get Plan B on the internet or something. You know, it's fucked up. I was I, I was trying to write some jokes the other day, and I was looking up uh, incest laws. Incest is not illegal in New Jersey. It's one of the only states where it's not illegal. Yeah, because of like places where I live, like Warren County. Fucking people in Washington fuck each other. I was trying to write, make fun of like West Virginia because they outlawed abortion outright. So I was like, oh, you can't fuck your, uh, you can't uh, have an abortion, but you can fuck your sister. But it turns out you can't, West Virginia. You could legally drive in the back of a pickup truck, like, like you get a passenger strip in the bed of your truck and drive on the highway. In West Virginia? Yeah. And in Virginia. I've been to Virginia. I've never been to West Virginia. Yeah, they're both shitty. Uh, Virginia definitely is. I almost drowned on a lake in Virginia. I got alcohol poisoning in Virginia. There was a, there was a, a contest going on. I guess this was like 2016 or something like that. Uh, Bush Light, uh, or Bush and Bush Light had a uh, contest where if you found a, 
a can with a golden fish on it. There was just a bunch of cans with different fishes on it. Uh, you win $10,000. So for one whole summer, our entire friend group only drank bush to try and win this contest. So unbelievable. It sounds like a plot of like a 1980s like coming of age movie. Well, my friend was living in Lynchburg, Virginia, and then we went. <laughs> we, we went. We went to some lake. Who fucking uh, name this town the clan? Somebody can geographically locate Virginia and do like a an hour outside of Lynchburg Lake. We uh we rented a pontoon boat, and uh it was on Fourth of July or Memorial Day, something like that. Some boating holiday, and uh they were just like, all right here's your boat like have fun like we didn't take like a boating test or anything like that so my one friend like just wasn't drinking and uh we had like 150 beers for like eight people so i drank like 25 beers and eventually passed out at some point and then the next thing i remember is waking up and the boat was taking on water what the fuck? <laughs> and some other some other boat was pulled up next to us. We were being like rescued by like some other some other people. But I was wearing the captain's hat. <laughs> and my friends were telling me that they were like they were like trying to pull me off the boat because I was pretty much unconscious, so they were floating me on my back and floating me towards the other boat. And I was like, nah, I gotta go down with the ship. <laughs> so so the people that were saving us were like was this guy fucking driving? <laughs> they were like, no, we just gave him the hat to shut him up. <laughs> I was busy with someone playing the, the violin as he sank with the boat. But the funniest part, like, was when I saw pictures of, like, you know, because we all had phones and stuff, so they were saving all of our phones. It's just, like, we were in, like, six foot of water, so people were, like, standing up in the water pretty much, you know what I mean? And we were just kind of, like, moving into another boat but there was some kind of buoyancy issue with the uh, with our boat and it just started sinking for whatever reason so it wasn't like actually your fault right that you no whoever boat. it just literally like we were going around the lake i guess and then like my boy was like oh it just seems like the boat is lopsided I'm, like there's only like eight of us on it it wasn't it's meant to have like 15 people on it we were like all right well we know we're not like heavy enough to whatever and there was just some kind of fucking issue like you're at a boat rent you're at a lake where they'll just let rent a boat to anybody and you just drive around and drink so i'm you know these are like used cars i'm pretty sure they probably just have tape on the bottom of the fucking fiberglass and this is in virginia yeah oh i gotta uh i gotta go to virginia and then they left me boats. in the bed of a truck at a sheets everyone had lunch at a sheets and uh yeah. i have a picture from when i woke up i had so much sunburn and it was you look like you tan at least decently. Yeah, but though. not when you're just laying yeah. straight up on the on the bow of a boat. Yeah, I guess there's a <laughs> unconscious. Yeah, I've only been to Virginia a couple of times and I did not enjoy it. There's just nothing around. No, and all the neighbors are weird Christian, yeah, evangelical too. fucking creeps. There's that. It's just but like, like when you pay to live there, it's like. Boy, do I get fucking jealous, but then like, I Like, I just am over the whole religion thing. Like, oh, I'm just not a religious guy. I only wear this cross because my grandmother's still alive, and when I go in to, her, to her house, she touches my neck all the time, and she'd be like, oh, where's your whatever. But as soon as she dies, I'm making it into a money sign or something like that. Yeah, but mine is literally just a Legend of Zelda shield. That's, yeah. that's the closest thing I got because I'm... Uh, 
None of, no one in my family is really religious, so we didn't grow up with any of that But shit. it's like, I've made my peace. I've done enough psychedelics where I'm like, all right, I'm okay where I am. You know what I mean? Kind of shit. I don't need to find, like, my, my grandmother still says shit like, oh, if God, you know, whatever. And it's just like, no, no, no. What do you mean if God, he doesn't control whether or not if you drink a Diet Coke or not. It's like, oh, as long as my health, it's like, no, you're in, con- you're in control of your health. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I could ever live in like a Bible belty town like that. No, it's just like every, everyone has like these principles that don't. It's not even that they don't align with what I think. It's just like it's all based on something that I think is kind of horseshit. It's almost kind of culty. Like I'm sure you've seen like some of these like uh, documentaries where it's like a town of just like culty religious people and like shit is kind of weird. Backwoods and fucked up. Yeah, like there, there's like, people that have powerful jobs, like a judge, that are talking about shit from the bible yeah and they're sentencing people and you're like whoa there's supposed to be some kind of che- separation between church and state and state you know what i mean this yeah i mean don't you still swear on the bible in court yeah i think so well, which is like ass is backwards a- i don't know how the fuck is it that doesn't okay? make sense to me and uh i think a clip went viral a couple years ago they were doing something about gay marriage in uh arizona and doug stanhope was uh at the it was like something in bisbee i guess it was like a community center and he goes up, and he doesn't even make a point about gay marriage. He just starts screaming at them because he was, like, pissed off that they started it with a prayer. But it's like, they start that shit like a political issue with a prayer? That's fucking nuts that's to fucked me. up. That, that, I think it is. It, it is. It's, that's why I don't, I don't get when people... I said to my mom, because my mom, my mom has, you know, was, lives with a woman, and they have kids together. My mom adopted kids. And she's like, yeah, I think I want to move to, like, South Carolina. And I was like, you have to be, like careful you have to do like research you can't just move somewhere because they'll fucking burn your house down yeah you can be going to a bad place if you're going to somewhere like say she was went to like myrtle beach or something that's far enough down though where there's danger lurking like i'm saying virginia turns into that shit his, his yes it my does. friend's neighbor like the first day they moved in was like hey neighbor where are you thinking about going to church like trying to lure him over to whatever fucking church he was doing creepy shit at you ain't from around here are you boy no and my like, friend is not religious either like his parents were not religious so he just never went to ccv or any shit like that so he's just totally has no religious training he's just like uh yeah no we just don't and then like he was like yeah my neighbors didn't talk to me for like a year like because they didn't have kids at the time or whatever so see i don't want to be yeah i don't want to be in any t- like type of town where i have to know my neighbors like in depth or shit like that there's something about like small town feelings that i'm like i don't it makes me anxious yeah like i don't like it like i liked when i left my hometown because i'm like oh i'm in a place where i don't fucking know anyone because i'm from middletown so when i moved to asbury park i'm like oh cool i don't fucking know anyone in this town so if i'm like walking down the street it's like i don't have to worry about some douchebag from high school seeing me or some shit oh yeah i'm like completely unknown it's like there's a sense of freedom that comes with that but if you're in a town where you kind of have to know everybody yeah hi now you know how i felt about french town yeah going to the bike now you uh, now you understand why i was on drugs all the time it was kind of antisocial sometimes you know i i i i get it because french town is fucking tiny yeah and they're all cunts like and they're all better than you and it's like i mean i understand they are there's a lot of people that are better than me there's so many kids i went to school with that are rich and like Half the people I fucking know live in Jersey City or Hoboken, you know what I mean? Or, like, yeah. New York City and stuff like that. It's all bougie shit. My friends model and stuff like that. It's just, like, 
fuck, it's a lot to process when you're a zilch working in a nut factory, you know, and then you come back and you're trying to do comedy. And the same shit, it's like, you're trying to fucking make it doing comedy, and I'm trying to get people to come to these shows where we're actually getting paid, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, I'll just come see you at the rat. And it's like, no, don't fucking come see me at the rat. That's where I'm supposed to be working out shit. And then it turned into like a, you know, a fucking thing where it was packed out on nights where it wasn't supposed to be packed out. Yeah, that would happen sometimes there. Where we, yeah, we have like busy nights. We're like, oh, I fucking, I brought dog shit this week. Yeah. I did the good shit last week. I ain't got nothing today. Yeah, I'm not gonna, like, it's, uh, it's just hard to explain to people. Like, open mics are supposed to be, like, a, not a safe space, because I don't want to sound like a queer. Yeah, I know what it's you like, mean, though. I should just be able to crack jokes in front of a couple of strangers and the rest comics. And that's how you, like, work on your shit. And then, like, you have all your friends from high school there or some shit like that. Yeah, that and adds, like, they're an expecting, layer. They're expecting, they're like, oh, I heard you're so funny or whatever, so I got to go back into my, you know, here I am coming out of the basement again or whatever. Yeah, go into the like, prepared stuff, which is probably not going to work because you're like, oh, the comics have already heard this before. Look at how bad Alan Arkin. He's supposed to be a superhero. Wait till you see his body. It is fucking horrendous. If you get a, if you get a far away shot. He's supposed to. He's wearing. He's got eagle claws on his shoulders. He's wearing a white spandex suit. He's got his hair is almost graying. Like he's supposed to be a superhero, but his hair is almost graying. He's got Polly Walnut's hair on the side. Yeah, I was gonna say Michael Caine, but yeah, you think you're closer. This guy with a shirt that says "coach" on. That's clearly the coach. Did you see that? <laughs> the guy in the back left, the red with the black shirt. Yep. Yeah, I saw that guy. He with like a he... bad mustache and no hair on the top. He should be fucking fixing a sink somewhere. What is up? Oh my god, that's adorable. <laughs> it looks. Why is he dressed like Nancy Kerrigan? I feel like Tanya Harding should be coming in to break his legs, and he'd be like, "Why? Why?" Look, he's hitting himself in the head with a phone book. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Uh, have you done any uh, mics in uh, the city? Like New York? Not recently, not, not since COVID. Yeah, because the vibe with uh, those mics is so much different where it's like uh, there's almost never any audience. So it's like you're just getting comics. Yeah, and you're paying for time a lot of the time. A lot of the time, yeah. It's If it's a good mic, it is what it is. But like, it's not even the pain. It's just like, uh, you know, I've, I've had friends over here bitch when there's like regular audience members at a mic. They're like, oh, I don't, I'm working out my new stuff. I don't want audience members. It's like, you do though, because comics, we don't fucking laugh that much. Yeah. Well, I've been going to uh, the John and Peter's mic in New Hope. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. I've been. Yeah. Mike D'Alto runs that. He's a really good dude. Um, but it turns into a boys' club kind of because, like, I get that too. They, uh, they, you know, people are writing people's names down before anyone even shows up so you show up on time and you're 16th on the list couple places it's not, not a big deal it's a chill spot or whatever but have you ever done a bar 13 in delaware no because that's like two hours from here is it uh it's it's i remember fucking uh, what's his face jack weber was taking that hike for a little bit it's a great mic but i haven't it, seen jeff jack or jack weber in a while right me either i haven't seen him since maybe may but he lives in fucking what highbridge yeah, I don't know if he's still doing stuff as uh, he's. I don't think he's been doing stuff as much. I mean, it's it's not as he does live in the middle of nowhere. Like he drove. I remember one time he came down to a mic by me. And the only reason I went to the mic. Was, he's only like twenty minutes from here. He's in Highbridge. Yeah, but the mic by me is like for him it was like an hour forty commute, and for me it's like a ten minute mic to get. Well, there. that's the thing. You have to like. This is my seventh year doing comedy, and it's like I try and make my time worthwhile like that's why i built this studio because like 
we we have Sundays off most people, so it's like I can get a comic to come over and we could riff like we you know how we're doing naturally, and I don't have to drive and be sixteenth in line. I could do some idea that I thought you know riff it off the off another comic you know face to face or whatever, and it's like all right, word, and then I could work it into my set or some shit like that. Yeah, there's there's something about like uh I don't know like having like a a tight knit like uh. I don't want to say plan, but, like, schedule almost, where it's like, all right, this week I'm going to be at this mic, hit this mic, and then Sunday's my – I can get this in order. Like, having, like, a like a plan for your time almost when Absolutely. it comes to comedy because then you keep it productive because there's – if you rely on being spontaneous too much, then you'll run into instances where, like, you're just fucking around and you're not growing. Like, cause there's some there's sometimes, like uh, – during the beginning of this year where I'm just like, uh, I have no plan for the day. I just wake up and I'm just like, uh, whatever mic I see, I just go to with no plan. And it's like, I'm just not working on shit. I'm just like riffing. Yeah. And well, I like hosting. I'm, I'm hosting a lot of stuff now, especially for Joe. Cause Joe hates going up and opening the show cold. And I don't, it doesn't bother me to bomb. You know what I mean? Well, if you're so, hosting and you bomb up top, that's fine. That's what I'm saying. And then you get a couple extra chances which is nice. That's a great way to work a room. So Joe is nice enough to let me pretty much host all the shows that he, you know, produces, which is great for me. Yeah, and you're so, not a bad host. You hosted The Rat a couple times. Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't mind doing that, but I was just in such a negative space in my head because I was just like, here's the fucking dog and pony show for all these people I know or whatever, and it's just like I just wanted to be a depressed fucking – funny comic you know what i mean and then leave or do you know i try and stay for all everyone's sets because i think it's respectful and same thing like i ranted last week when nicks or niglia was on because he's doing a mic at tally ho in bethlehem and it's like they have tons of college kids that come in and do shit and they would rather rent that room to a party or like a frat or something like that and they're letting this kid on thursday nights do an open mic at 7 30 you know what i mean and it's like the same people are coming, and it's like, oh, how much for a bottled water or whatever? And it's like you have to spend money. Like if you're gonna come to this mic, this is a mic where you spend money and like order some food or something like that. Because it's like they're not gonna keep having this event if they're losing money yeah. every day running it because there's zilch comics coming and paying for shit and change again, which is what was happening at the Rat. Like I was hanging out with the bartender after the shows and stuff like that. She's paying me, and like, she's like, yeah. Th- three people walked out on their tabs, and it's like, really? Yeah, it would happen weekly, and she would tell me the names, and then I'd have to go like talk to other comics about like, you know, keeping up with their tabs and shit. Yeah, like that. and there were a bunch of good guys that would eat every week or something like that. I would try and eat at least once a week, or, you know, or once every. Yeah, they had good food there and stuff like that, but it's like, they would rather just have people coming in and sitting at the bar or like the. The, 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 the mood up there was there's a fine dining upstairs, so you would fine dine upstairs, and then you would go to the downstairs bar and drink after. You know what I mean? So all these rich people were just loitering about upstairs, you know what I mean, while we're downstairs wasting Yeah, a couple time. times they bled over down there, too. All right, one time, they like dudes in suits there, and I was like, what the fuck do you guys do? Why do you think you're better than me? They are because there was like sixty dollars steaks upstairs and stuff like that. I never, I never actually got to check out the upstairs, but I'm sure I couldn't have fucking, I couldn't afford it's, it. It's the National Hotel, 
It's like if you want to stay the night in Frenchtown, it's like four hundred dollars a night or something like that. What the fuck's in Frenchtown, bro? If you look that shit up, there's articles written about it. It's like one of the nicest towns in America and all this stuff, and uh, one of the best shopping towns along the Delaware River, etc., uh, etc. Et that seems like such a hipstery place. It is. I grew up there. So it's like, well, oh, I can spend four hundred dollars on. But a- they just did a big development job. They're building these townhouses there. They're selling them for like over five hundred thousand dollars. They're uh, closing down the school in Milford, and they're building Alexandria Middle School. They just built a huge wing on the on this other middle school because they're thinking they're gonna get all these people moving into these townhomes and stuff. And the high, it's good for the high school. The high school was maybe gonna get closed when I was uh, leaving there in two thousand. It just sounds like they're investing a lot of money in a town that most people try to move out of. Well, no, a lot of people stay here for a super long time. It's the opposite. There's generational shit i've i'm friends with people that are married to like cousins like their brothers that are married to cousins because we just all went to school you get what i'm saying like not one's, blood. Not no really not like their own cousins i'm saying like a girl from school one gets married to a girl from school and then all her cousins get married to the other brothers because they just spend so much time together and shit like that so it's like weird shit and then you have like Big, big families out here that stay. Football's big out here. This is a big football town and wrestling town. So people are all jacked up about going to all those Just like a lot games. of money in like a, a small town. And it's so in the middle of kind of nowhere that it's like, I guess you either spend your whole time here or you get the fuck out and go somewhere else. But I don't know. It's, it's affordable it's, to live here for a lot of people. It's, it feels like it's too small to stay though, you know? I only stay here because it's affordable. And, I mean, it's, and it's convenient. The highway is only 10 minutes from here. From so, Frenchtown, right? No, well... I'm talking about Frenchtown. Well, well, Frenchtown is fucking 25 minutes to the highway. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Frenchtown's kind of like in the middle, like almost nowhere, and there's a lot of it money. Is, there's nothing to do there. And there's that too, yeah, so... But it doesn't matter when you're... So you're you're thinking we think like poor people still. Yeah. You're forgetting you're like it's so far from everywhere because you're like, fuck, if I had to drive twenty minutes to the supermarket, it would be inconvenient for me. But if you have millions of dollars and you don't care. I guess like, it's yeah. not an it doesn't really or you just don't even go to the supermarket because you have a, a nanny and she goes and you don't care that she has to drive twenty minutes because you live on a fucking horse farm, even though you've never ridden a horse in your entire life. See, I think I'm at that age now where I'm valuing my time over money. So even, like, 20 minutes to get to the supermarket alone, that's already, like, a done deal for me. I'm like, there's no fucking way I want to drive 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but to- I kind of get in that mindset now, too, where I'm like, like, tonight, like literally when you leave, I'm going to fucking go on my phone. I'm going to continue getting high, and I'm going to do ShopRite online because ShopRite's closed, like, by the time we're done doing this. Like, I go to Walmart until 11, which maybe I'll do. I might go to Walmart for, like, Get a couple things or whatever, but it's like no joke. I was thinking about going to Walmart because I passed it. I'm like, I need to get my the ne- uh, neuro sleeps, those drinks that knock you the fuck out. Yeah, I might pick one of those up because I'm still high on Adderall at the moment. So I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to fall asleep right away. No, why don't you just ride it out? Do you have work tomorrow at 4 a.m.? Oh, you have work at four. Yep, <laughs> was a responsible adult. <laughs> so I'm like, I would yeah. just ride. I would just ride it out. Yeah, it's a fucking eight hour shift though. So I'll be four to. What time would be out at then? Fucking like what? Noon? No. Yeah, noon. Oh, well, actually, it's probably more closely one. 
and I've been up since fucking, you know, 6, 6 a.m. this morning, so I'm like, eh, let's not push it. Yeah, I already have a short temper at work usually, so I'm like, I don't need to be cranky, too. Yeah, cranky, cranky Adderall, that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a, I, so I'm, not, I'm a very nice person usually, but when I'm on the clock, I'm just like the most miserable fucker. I think it's just when, I, when you've worked the same place too long, you're just sick of it. And what you know, like you want the other shit that you're passionate about to kick off, but certain jobs, like when you get when you get uh, in there too long and the money's too good, you almost get trapped. Where it's like I can't go anywhere else because what the fuck else is gonna cover? Yeah, I'm gonna be a pool man for the rest of my life because I could not work for four months out of the year and I make almost fifty thousand dollars. That's fucking great. So, yeah. so I mean, I get it though. Where it's like you, you, it's almost like a trap, but it's like it's a yeah. Because I can, and they're 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 accommodating to my comedy shit. Like I'm trying to go to Nevada. As soon, I'm done working like November 22nd or something like that. And I'm trying to go like on a road trip. I've never been out to the West. So I'd like to go check out like the Grand Canyon and uh, go to Vegas. Never been to Vegas. I want to do all sorts of touristy stuff. I'm sure you had touristy with some a lot of asterisks on that one. Yeah. Well, I want to do drugs and fuck a prostitute. But uh, I also want to just like go to a buffet and fucking – like a pawn shop. I was like, that's the most adorable image of you doing, like, coke off, like, a hooker's ass. Yeah, I want to like, go to the... And then you posing in front of their little Eiffel Tower. <laughs> you could, uh, you could go to, um, that hotel where that guy shot up all those people, and, like, you could stay there for, like, $8 a night. Oh, let's get a skater, not that guy, that patriot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also hate country music. Not as much as he, he did. <laughs> yeah. That, let's make stickers. But, uh, I'm also interested in, uh, uh, I want to go to Four Corners. Where the fuck's that? Uh, it's isn't it? It's Arizona, New Mexico. Oh, like the square states, basically. It, it touches all in the middle, and you can be in four states at once. Uh, I didn't so know I just want to go do like lame shit like that. And I, I have a GoPro, so I'll like, f- you know, film most of it. I'll get a couple, you know. Have you not done like a shit ton of traveling throughout your no, life? No, and I haven't done anything comedy wise besides for like, uh, you know. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Yeah, the tri-state area, basically. Correct. So I'd like to go out there and do some mics out there, and like, like they pay me weekly for my job. I have direct deposits, so it's like I don't have to worry about. I can pay all my bills online. You know what I mean? Just lock the door, and as long as I want to stay out there and I'm not blowing a ton of money, you know. Hopefully, gas goes down a little yeah. more. What are you thinking about driving out there? Yeah, I would fly. And then, rent. and then rent a car and just, you know, go around. Or, like, if it's financially responsible for me, I'll fucking buy a beater out there. Like, do some shit. Like, I've never just bought a car and driven. Driven into the ground like that? No, like, that would be a fun thing. And it's like, I'm only going to be this age, you know. One th- like, my dad's all getting on my case because he's like, why'd you sell your car? It was, like, reliable. And it's like. Because I'm like, I'm only going to have this hairline fucking once. <laughs> and I'm trying to, like, I'm, I told him the joke, John. Like, yeah, I'm trying to fuck, you know, post 9-11 girls. And he's, like, fucking howling. And I'm like, come on, you wouldn't get in my Jaguar if I bought a Jaguar. Because I've been showing him, like, uh, uh, I looked at a Jaguar for, like, $23,000. He's like, you're not buying a Jaguar. I'm like, come on, you wouldn't drive in my Jaguar? He's like, well, I didn't say that. And I'm just like, all right, well, then be fucking supportive. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? exactly. <laughs> But you wouldn't take the ja- if you got a Jaguar, you wouldn't take that cross country, right? No, nah, no, yeah. I'm not buying a Jaguar either. <laughs> okay, well, like buying a Mercedes is fucking crazy enough for me. 
I'm trying to I'm trying to support your uh you know being the unsupportive girlfriend you never maybe had. out there like what if I find like an old ass jag and the guy's like give me fifteen hundred cash that could happen too got junkyards out there where they just got like fucking that's what I'm ca- saying just fucking ripper or like I wish I was cool enough I've never ridden a motorcycle so I just get out there and I'm just like give me a bike <laughs> just fucking ripper. If you've never ridden one before, it's a very scary feeling. I'm sure. <laughs> it's terrifying. I'm certain. <laughs> the, I would uh, get a moped, maybe. Oh, that, 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 that's a good trainer. Uh, figuring out how to turn. is. But I just look like some Italian homo on a fucking Vespa. Hi, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not doing a good good look for us. No, I'm, I'm also the, – the paleness isn't helping either. I'm fucking Roman Italian, so we're like the pale color. Oh, I'm, I'm southern, so yeah. Uh, yeah, that's you what... fucking you grease bag. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't you be constantly washing your hands for some reason? My friends would never respect me if I had a Vespa because they, they're already at the stage where I get voicemails where it's like they call pretending to be my doctor, and they're like, yeah, hello, uh, it's your doctor, and you're medically gay. And then, like, <laughs> I'm trying to explain to them, like, no, guys, I just needed to learn how to ride. And they would just be like, yeah, all right, you're terminally medically gay. <laughs> <No."> <laughs> but if you check out any mics out there, you might find uh, – see, I, I, that's what I like about going to, like, Delaware and all these, like, other st- – like areas where like, you learn the sense of humor in different places. It's like, uh, like I have stuff that'll murder in Delaware and then will die on the Upper East yeah, Side. Yeah, as soon as you hit South Jersey, it fucking loses its potency. Yeah, not even South Jersey. Like you fucking, uh, I, I can have stuff in Jersey that does good. There's stuff in New York that kills. I go to Delaware and they're like, okay, and like yeah. well, this is too cutesy. It's like when you're in like the middle of the country. You find out you, – you talk to, like, real people yeah. almost, and you see what works for them, and then you find out, man, a lot of people that go see open my comedy in the middle of the country, they're the filthiest fucking degenerates on the goddamn planet. And that gives you the freedom to just throw whatever the fuck at the wall and see what sticks. Or then you could find yourself in a place where you're, like, doing a set in front of some hoity-toity people, and you're like, oh, I got to uh, – I would like to check out some Mormons – like yeah, exactly. You know, I was gonna say like you gotta like, like uh, figure out what might hit with like a, a more religious leaning crowd. It's it's good to like get out and ex- experience like different kinds of people because yeah. then it like lets you know how to refine I've your been act. To the south and stuff like New Orleans and Florida and shit like that. I, I've never even been, been to there. Georgia uh, a couple times. You know, See, I've mostly gone north. I try to stay away from the south. Yeah, I I gotta go up to like Maine. My buddy lives in Maine, but it's like yeah, I figured this would be good. November plan for me, like go find some mics to do out there, meet, make some contacts. Have you thought about where you're gonna sleep? Are you gonna get hotels, or are you think about sleeping in the car? I don't know. You gotta just see how the market is playing out, cause like you get a hotel out there for really cheap, cause they're trying to get you to gamble. Yeah. And it's like I'm not getting some high roller suite, and it's like I plan to be going and doing stuff. So it's like you could literally get hotels for like fourteen dollars a night out there, cause they're. They're trying to get you to come. They're enticing you to come to spend money on gambling and food and all the other shit. And then it's like, you know, if I stay out there for a week or whatever and rent a car on the last day or something like that and go out to Arizona or something like that, I know it's not going to be expensive to stay in fucking Arizona. See, I I thought about doing this too. Like, uh, I I, I was going back and forth between whether I was going to take – my car or just an Amtrak. I was thinking about like just going with the car because I have, because I have, uh, I have a bed in the back of my car. 
for like certain situations. Like when I, I went to Baltimore uh, like two weeks ago and I just slept in my car because I'm like, because I had two spots like on different nights. So I'm like, I'm not doing that fucking hike back to Jersey to do it again the next day. Yeah. And I don't want to get in a fucking hotel in Baltimore. I might as well just put a fucking target on my head. Unless I'm going by the harbor, in which case I can't afford it anyway. Yeah. So I just found a fucking side street outside of Baltimore and just slept in my car in like a air mattress that's built for a back seat. And it was cozy, but like after I did that, I was like, I could just take this anywhere, basically. I can go like explore other cities if I really wanted to. Because now that my car right now only has, on the way here, I hit 98,000 miles on it. Oh, nice. So I'm like, if it's that low, I mean, it's still got some life in it. Oh, so. yeah. While I have it, I could fucking explore. Comedy mobile. Yeah, uh, debatably comedy. I don't know. It's just more of a horrible bunch of uh, abortion joke mobile. <laughs> but, but, yeah. But I think Ra- about, like, the rape joke mobile. <laughs> but I've been thinking about going to places that, like, I know are going to suck. Like, fucking Indianapolis. Yeah, like... that's my exact plan. Like, f- land, Nevada land and then go up to, like, Montana or something like that and just fucking figure it out. I've literally, I've literally totally the idea of driving from, like, one coast to the next. Like, going from fucking, like, from here and going to, like, Seattle. Like, not L.A. L.A.'s so fucking played out and I don't have anything but I don't have any jokes on Kale. But I want to go to, like, Seattle where the tech companies are and just be like, you know, they're a big video game uh, city. I'm a big video game person. So, yeah, let me be amongst my people. And, uh, you know, it's raining there all the time. I'm depressed, so it works out. <laughs> Just go from one side of the country, just drive through the whole other uh, side. I don't know how many hours that is, but, like, hit up every city along the way that I can, every major city, and just make, like, I don't know, two weeks out of it. I'd have to take off from work, but, like, I toyed with that idea, too, just exploring because, like, yeah, we're only going to be this young for so long. It's uh, It sucks not having a van to do this shit in because there's something about, like, traveling on a van that feels cooler. But then Gabby Petito, that dumb bitch, decided to make it not cool for all of us. Yeah, I know. And now you're – you can't even go camping with, you know, a bitch because it's always like, oh, you're not going to Gabby Petito me, right? And it's like, listen, I have things going on. I'm not going <laughs> to kill you in the woods. I actually got – I got fucking – I got in trouble for not even a Gabby Petito joke, just a comment. And uh, you've done uh, – what is it? Uh, Anthony Crescenzo's mic, uh, Boulevard. You yeah, know, I, I used to work with Anthony Crescenzo at the Comedy Cove. Yeah, I did his uh, Boulevard mic, and uh, you know Luke uh, Rothschild? Mm-hmm. He was talking to some chick at the bar, or no, some guy was asking him what he does and all, like, all this stuff. The guy threw a hissy fit and like stormed out with his, like pulling his uh, girlfriend with him like aggressively. And all I said when I got, because I was after Luke, all I said was like, oh, that guy's going to be the next Gabby, or, uh, Brian Laundrie. And this one chick at the bar lost her fucking mind on me over the situation. Like, yeah, they, I knew someone who knew that girl. I was like, oh, I need a white girl that got killed. Cool. The other half of Asbury would like a, a word with you then. <laughs> I just kind of went in. I'm like, yeah, so it, it, fuck it, it happens. It's, it is what it is. But I didn't say anything about Gabby Petito or anything. So fuck her for dying because I, now you can't even make any sort of comment because I had some fucking white off-duty – she was wearing scrubs. I don't think she was a nurse. She's probably a fucking dental assistant or some shit like that. Yeah, but she, good, call, but good. she calls herself with a her, fucking doctor. With her half-black son. <laughs> but she calls herself a doctor on her Tinder profile or some shit like that. Yeah, that's the most frightening Power Ranger. Shows up and she's <laughs> fucking an Afro-Latina fucking dental assistant. She's going to oh, show Jesus. up and tell you that your smile's crooked. <laughs> she's not going to fix it, but she's going to make you feel self-conscious. Well, what do you got comedy-wise going up? Uh, we're at an hour 55. I've never went... 
further than two hours. Oh, okay. I well, think I went like two hours and twenty minutes, maybe once. Uh, comedy wise, um, I don't think I got anything. Oh wait, no, I got some stuff in December, but it's so far. I'll release the audio tonight, and then like I, you know, I it takes a while to upload the video, and then I'll usually make a nice clip of some funny shit, and I'll put it on my social media. Yeah, if you, tag need, everything. you need help with clips, you know, yeah, you've seen I put clips up, so if you need like subtitles and shit like that. Yeah, I, I, I have. I'm getting good at editing now. I, I edited the last video better than I ever have, I think. So hopefully that's. Uh, becoming a trend but uh i have a gig at rivals in easton on september 27th uh i believe it's at nine o'clock uh look up my social media i'll tag everybody and everything i'm gonna release my story i guess this week like what even is today's day the 18th or something like that uh it's been a week so since we have 9 11 yeah weeks since 9 11 never forget it's like 10 days from now or something like that yeah, and I think I got I got stuff in December, but it's so far off. I have a private show for Albanians with Basim. That'll be fun. Nice. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, remember. I had Basim on the podcast. He was a good dude. Oh fuck it! Oh, I love that filthy flathead. Yeah, <laughs> I called him uh, Albanian Bobby Ken- Bobby Kennedy because uh, apparently his family was like politically empowered over there and like shot to death or something. Very <laughs> very Kennedy esque. I just call him Albanian Shrek. <laughs> Looks like Shrek. But, uh, yeah, I'll have some gigs around the uh, greater New Jersey, Pennsylvania area. Um, what else? You got some gigs in December. You got some gigs in December. Catch me at your local New York City open mics. Yeah, fuck yeah. Bombing. We'll both be at open mics. Yeah, come check out the John and Peters mic one time. Uh, that's on, what is that, Tuesday nights? Monday nights. Oh, that's the one that Jay Yoder hosts, right? Uh, no, Mike D'Alto hosts it. Mike D'Alto hosts it? Yeah. Okay, um, I'll try to make it to this one then, because... It's out of the way, but I need something else to do on Mondays. Yeah, can't right. Going That's why same. I figured same thing on Sundays. It's like, fuck it, just come over and let's riff. I'm de- yeah, I, I need to get the fuck out of my car. And now you zone. know I don't live in a complete shithole, so. Now you live in a nicer well, place than we me. Gotta, well, I'm going to start figuring out. i got to get a third mic. I'm going to do some upgrades in here. I want to get a better mixer. And I can get a third mic and another camera, and then I'll have uh, you bring Daniel Caprio over. He came over one time and bought weed. <laughs> then left immediately i think he came like into the threshold yeah caprio's like a bodega cat you can only see him for so long before he just uh yeah he scurries away real real quick before we go here's a fun little game caprio square is a good example of that we'll tag him i'll make a clip of this and tag it to him yeah so i was doing we were doing an open mic in a i was hosting an open mic in a public library in eaton town because that's what's going on in the jersey shore area and um after the mic we're all just hanging out and talking and there was um I uh, I let the people that weren't supposed to because it's connected to the fire department, the police department, but I let them bring booze in, and we had some underage kids there too that day. And they didn't drink or anything like that. I'm not inc- inc- uh, incriminating myself. But uh, <laughs> uh, as I'm cleaning up the booze that's legally not supposed to be there, some fucking uh, one of the comics, he hit the fire alarm and set it off. So the police fucking showed up. And when the police showed up, Dan Caprio, I turned behind me, and he was just gone. He completely, like, he was legit behind me when the cops showed up. And then I turned behind me, and he was in his car, gone. <laughs> like a fucking cartoon character. Like, I was expecting to see flames where his tires used to be. You're like, what would they, he's got warrants for his arrest. What, what would be the crime that Daniel Caprio would commit? Um, I, Peeping I, Tom would absolutely be my... I mean, he looks young enough, so I'm assuming some kind of underage thing where he meets somebody on Club Penguin. <laughs> Hopefully it's a Chris Hansen visit. Fucking, I see you have Zima and condoms. Hey, hey, kid, 
Take a seat and smell these fingers. He's gonna. What, who's he? Uh, what's that impression he always does of that fucking? Uh, you ever notice, yeah. Andy Rooney? <laughs> you ever notice that you're a pedophile? Nobody even knows who Andy Rooney is. That anymore. that whole thing's my fault too. That whole Andy Rooney thing. It's my fault because one day we were driving to the rat and we were just talking about how he did that impression during his special. And I just said how it made me laugh in his special. And he said, uh, I'm going to do my entire set as Andy Rooney tonight. You should have. You got to show him the Jim Norton doing Andy Rooney during the Opie and Anthony show stuff. I didn't know that existed. I got to totally show him that. That's what I thought he was copying at first. The, no. Do you ever notice? It, it was my fault. He said he was going to do his whole set as Andy Rooney at the rat that night. And I told him if he did that, I would fucking leave. I'd walk home from Frenchtown. And then he did it and fucking murdered that night. He had like all new shit and it was all like killer stuff. And I just had to sit back and watch Dan Caprio kill with his horrible Andy Rooney impression. <laughs> and I went up and I just did okay. And I was like, I want to fu- – every part of me wants to die right now. He says stuff that Andy Rooney would never even think of saying. <laughs> you ever notice when you're fingering an altar boy's pee hole? He always says things like, hey, father, you got me backwards. <laughs> Some dumb shit that doesn't make any sense. Like, what? <laughs> Nobody knows who Andy Rooney is because it's fucking everyone's uneducated. Also, Andy Rooney has been dead for many years now. Years. I think. So, uh, well, no, no, BJ, this has been a fun experience. Thanks for coming to Murder Street Studios. Of course. Uh, follow him on Instagram. Follow him on all social media. VJ is one of the funniest motherfuckers that was coming to the open mic uh, in Frenchtown. I only have funny motherfuckers on this podcast. I feel complimented. Yeah, there was a lot of unfunny fucks there that just wasted my time and space would show me videos on their phone of them doing other garbage sets fucking other places well, among you know some other people are. that would go to french town <laughs> but that's it this is the weekly relapse guys fucking follow us on all social media so we don't have to work anymore Please. i don't want to go to work anymore i, I mean either. you guys want more of this you want more prostitution stories you want more bicycle riding stories and you want more dead dad stories i was gonna say if you don't if you don't uh support us my dad died for nothing what that's probably f- what i'm gonna call the episode like seeing my name on my grave or something <laughs> <laughs> two beautiful sentiments two, two italians that get to see their own names on graves that's right all right guys thanks for tuning in and have a good night no don't yeah, i'm absolutely cares. i am absolutely gonna send you photos of my dad's right now because it legit it just has my name on it <laughs> and if i that, that never really dawned on me 